0: This week on Invasion of the Podcast, we have a roundtable discussion about Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker, uh, and we are visited by some force ghosts of Star Wars past, present, and future. I hope you guys enjoyed the talk. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, yes, yeah, two hours of Star Wars talk, which is probably 40 more minutes than what we normally talk about. Anyway, enjoy it. Uh, we'll see you guys in the next year, and happy Life Day. Santa Claus has been kidnapped by spacemen from a
1: flying saucer which landed at the North Pole. Will Santa be rescued? Turn the record over and find out. It's the invasion of the podcast. The rocket sent to rescue Santa
2: Claus has failed. If you should look up at the sky this Christmas Eve and see a flying saucer pulling eight reindeer, chances are it's Santa Claus.
3: Merry Christmas, Earth people!
0: And welcome to Invasion the Podcast. This is our holiday-type special. Uh, we're just It's not going to be like your typical episode. It's going to be us talking about Star Wars, so I guess it is like our typical episodes that we do.
2: I, I'm joined, as always, by Steve, who's here. Hello, everyone. And I just nodded when he said, it's our typical thing. <laughs> I always forget that this is an audio program, not a visual.
0: Is it like in Wayne's World where they do the countdown, and they're like, <laughs> no, you don't have to say two or one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, we have, joining us, we have special guest. We have uh, uh, Jeff Ritchie, who's also a big Star Wars guy, so we have him for the show.
4: Hey, how's it going?
0: Good. Uh, why did I say good? I, I've been here. You've been welcome and recording. So it's like, thanks, thanks, Jeff, for asking how I'm doing. I'm good. And um, uh, the biggest plot twist of all, not even talking about Rise of Skywalker,
1: we're jo- joined by Joe. So, Joe, welcome thank- back to <laughs> Invasion of the Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, Harrison Ford talked me through it, and he said, uh, you know, you should do it. I did it. And I was like, all right.
0: Yeah. Uh, I just, we had to go to, what was it, Octo or whatever, and get you back from all the porgs, because uh, they were good eats, and you had to come back. No, but uh, this is awesome. I'm super excited to talk about Rise of Skywalker uh, with all you guys, because the three of you are much more knowledgeable and passionate about Star Wars than I am, wow. so... Uh, but it would be great. To, it would be just weird not to to have Joe along because I need someone to challenge Steve sometimes. Because Steve says things, and I'm like, I think that's right because I don't know Star Wars. Do like, you
2: think that I'm just making facts <laughs> up as we go? Sure, I and, think well, so. Well, that's now going to be my thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I I don't think I've ever really corrected a lot of people about things in Star Wars because there's so much. There's things I don't know so. And expanded universe things, you know. Well, I mean, have you have you
0: been well, <laughs> I was to say I know you're, where you work, people probably don't talk a lot about like different no. pop culture stuff, but <laughs> like where I'm at work, like now with the Mandalorian everyone's like, Oh the baby Yoda and they're like they're like other time frames are completely out of place. And I'm just like, I'm not gonna say a word. I don't want anyone <laughs> to get into that right now. So yeah. Um, Alright, so uh, Rise Skywalker just a warning guys this is going to be spoiler heavy because I, it would be hard to talk about this film without getting into spoilers um, was anything spoiled for you guys coming into the movie? Like,
1: I don't think so
2: I had one thing sort of accidentally spoiled but it wasn't actually really spoiled it was they were wrong, so I thought it was an actual spoiler, so I was glad
0: it, it wasn't like me trying to do research for Infinity War and then finding out about Red <laughs> Skull, like because I was doing some notes for the show and I was like, oh, and I went on the Wikipedia page because I would write some notes about the Infinity Stones and in, like the comics, yeah. and someone updated the, like the notes like two days before Infinity War came out, and I'm just like, you son of a bitch! Like, uh, yeah,
1: I had somebody it's well, it wasn't it spoiled it, but I wasn't really that mad, like they were walking out of the theater kind of like in the parking lot and I was walking to meet my buddy and they're just kind of having a conversation about the movie and they're like, yeah, they killed Tony Stark off. And I was like, really? Like you're, you're five minutes out of the movie and you're kind of just talking about the ending in the open, you know, like that was kind of like, whoa, like, yeah. But so Jeff, I, we- I want to know what you heard
4: that my curiosity. Yeah. yeah. What was the, um,
2: uh, was it had to spoiler? do with, uh, Ray's lineage. Um, and while it wasn't a spoiler about the actual lineage, it's basically her last line in the film. Oh, oh, so, uh, okay,
0: okay. I, mm-hmm. I thought maybe you'd find out she was actually the secret heir to the Sweet Baby Ray's uh, fortune of barbecue <laughs> sauces. Um,
1: that would have been amazing. Although been you know, it's funny is you remember that that playlist. Who sent me the playlist? I sent you the playlist. The playlist. <laughs> <laughs> I thought oh. of that immediately when when Chewie got captured. I was like, when that one of the with one of the songs on the playlist, John Wis- uh, John Williams' playlist was Chewie goes. To jail I was like oh my god maybe that playlist is real <laughs> yeah I, I there was an image and,
0: and Jeff I should have said it to you. I'll read off this playlist we are talking about spoilers let me find it real quick it was uh it was wonderful it was like because like because uh, Steve talked about how whenever the prequels came out one of the the track listings was very specific about what happened in the film. It was Qui-Gon's
4: funeral. Yeah. Like, yeah. After you know, <laughs> 20 years of waiting, they're like, here's what happens at the very end of the movie.
0: So the the fake playlist that I, I said to these guys was one, Ray training, ship's landing, Tatooine sunset, Ray's parrots or Ewoks, <laughs> uh, Lin-Manuel Jedi rap, Poe and Finn Bone, Remix. Uh, Watto's Revenge. Darth Maul cameo. Cantina Song featuring Blues Traveler. Uh, C-3PO is evil now. Uh, more like Daddy Vader. Millennium Falcon explodes. Chewie sent to prison. Boba Fett is alive. Um, warning from Han's ghost. <laughs> Wasn't too far yeah. off. Surprise, Luke's alive. Uh, Luke dies again, LOL. Uh, whole galaxy birds down it was all a dream Jedi rap reprise in credits <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. so all right so I have a couple questions here because again my I mean I I will say starting this all off I went back and watched all the Star Wars films uh, chronolo- uh chronologically meaning in order in which they take place in the universe not in which they were released so I watched you know the prequels uh solo rogue one and then um, the original trilogy and then force awakens the last Jedi because uh, I just kind of wanted to get like my bearings for the series again, and so um, with with that being said, though I. I don't know. I, I I do enjoy Star Wars. There are moments that I love going back and watching all of it again. It, I just I wonder what it was about Star Wars that like initially appealed to me because it's still good. It's just the prequels are not great, um, and some people are still defending them. I know Steve, you have found reasons to defend them at times, and I don't know if Joe defends the
1: prequels. I, I do. I defend the prequels. I mean, they're not they're they're not held in a high esteem like the original trilogy for me. But I mean, when I saw them originally, I enjoyed them uh, for what they were because I mean, I knew. From where point B was going to be, you know, with him becoming Vader, so I wasn't surprised with a lot of things. But it was fun to jump back in the world and see things, new things created. So, and Jeffrey, yeah,
4: that's how I was. I was, just, I enjoyed them. I like the things, the design stuff because I'm a nerd for all of that art of Star Wars. If you put art of Star Wars up on a screen or show me something I haven't seen, I'll, I'll bite for enough time that I'll forget <laughs> about whatever's bad.
0: So. Um, with with that being said, like so, the last film that had come out was uh, The Last Jedi two years ago, uh, and uh, so coming into Rise of Skywalker, I, I don't like I don't want to use the term baggage, but like, what were you guys carrying in to Rise of Skywalker after coming this far into this story in this trilogy, this new trilogy?
1: Uh, I had low expectations because I felt like <clears throat> Disney started a plan with Episode Seven to start a new trilogy or at least wrap up the skywalkers with all the old actors or you know whatever uh and then the transition would be you know we're going to get you in the hook with like a lot of the the nostalgia remake of episode 4 being like how 7 was and then in 8 we're going to shift gears and start changing things and and then 8 got such a bad reception that they were like well we got a course correct now so mm-hmm. i feel like going in that way i was expecting Um, either a lot of heavy course correction or staying on the same track of eight where they're going to like, we're going to stick to our guns and we're just going to change everything up. Um, You know, Palpatine getting thrown into the trailer was kind of like, okay, what are we going to do with this? And, you know, in the movie, I still feel that way where I'm like, what are you doing with this? (laughs) Uh, Like, I feel like that was kind of a... Like, I don't want to say a last-ditch effort, but it was like, you know, let's grab Palpatine. Let's let's just bring in both generations. They'll appreciate that. Um, But, yeah, going into it, I had really low expectations. Um, I even told you, I was kind of like, you know what, I'm going to wait and see what the reviews are, Um, which made me feel bad as a Star Wars fan. So, well, it's funny
0: because like when I asked you to be on the show, you're like, I don't know if I'm going to watch it before Sunday. And I'm like, well, okay.
1: I was like, how is it that I'm going to see a Star Wars film before Joe? <laughs> exactly. Like- <laughs> That's right. And I, I felt bad about that. Like, I was like, why, why do I feel about bad about this? Because there were so many, a slew. I don't want to say a slew. It was really just two movies that I didn't like that they did. Because, I mean, for my circle of people, I mean, Steve knows I'm not a fan of Rogue One. Um, and, Boo. and yeah, <laughs> no, that's fine. You can hit me with it. But, and, and you know, the last Jedi, like I recently told you, I rewatched it this weekend. Uh, it was the first time I've seen it since I watched it in the theater three years, ago like two, three years ago. I don't know. Uh, you know, and there's parts that kind of was like, oh, cool. You know, this is, I appreciate this a little bit more. Um, but there are still so many parts where I'm like, what, what are they doing here? You know? So. All right.
0: Steve, so well, I, I know you and I've had a lot of discussions surrounding the last Jedi. Um, so. Like just refresh. What were you bringing into Rise of Skywalker?
2: So I, I first I'll just say I went through like you did with the films. I thought it'd be like the seven stages of grief. (laughs) I thought that's what you were going to say. I'm at acceptance now. Uh, No, I uh, I went into it basically not really. I I don't want to say I had low or no expectations, but I'm just like, well, let's see what it is. Because the thing that's become more and more apparent, you know, is just that there was never a plan. And you can even make the argument, well, George Lucas technically didn't have a plan, but at least he had an outline. And I don't know that, like, they ever got to a place where they were like, we should try and make these as cohesive as possible. Um... And that's not a dig at Ryan Johnson. If you guys checked out the, the blog, I wrote down some... And it's not even really a blog post so much as it's just random thoughts that I had while I was re-watching The Last Jedi.
0: That's most blog posts, though. That, yeah. Let's be
2: honest. <laughs> and what hit me about that was is that there is a lot in that movie that I like. And I even went back and listened to our discussion um, when The Last Jedi came out. And, you know, I kept saying, I like it, but I have problems. And I feel very much the same way with this film. I like it. I have problems. And uh, a friend of ours who was on for the Death Wish 3 uh, episode, Rich, had posted, yeah. you know, oh, people who love The Last Jedi hate the you know, Rise of Skywalker and vice versa. And I'm like, well, can I just have problems with both? Like, I don't think either of them are perfect. But I will also say that, like, sitting down and watching Last Jedi and just taking in all the things that I did enjoy was a nice palate cleanser for going into Rise of Skywalker. So I didn't have you know, a ton of expectations. I just kind of want to see, well, where is this going?
0: Gotcha. And Jeff, I know, like, Star Wars is like a big bonding thing for you and your family and everything, so...
4: Yeah, no, I mean, so I came in thinking, my worry was, yeah, I liked The Last Jedi, the things I'm sure that we all didn't like about it, like, I wasn't in love with the humor and the general hugs and all that. General hugs. The crank call at the beginning of the movie wasn't my favorite thing. (laughs) But, like, I felt like that movie was set up by having an ending, they the first seven had the ending of like, oh, he's on a rock. We don't know why. And so you kind of have to do something with that. And we've discussed that at, to the nth degree. And then so the that movie was more about kind of resetting the idea of what Star Wars was mm-hmm. and that, you know, they're not superheroes. And it's like trying to be more zen and more like holistic. And then this movie is just like, yeah, no, they're superheroes. <laughs> and like, they're going to do all of the superhero things. And the weird thing was, I was worried that JJ saw that some people thought, The Last Jedi was heady and smarter than maybe Force Awakens because the things that are good in it are actually pretty smart, like in some of the things that he did, and that he was going to be like, I want to do a smart thing too. And you literally see it on screen of things like, okay, so now when they're communicating through the Force, they can battle. We've seen that. They can snatch things off each other's body. Yeah. But why didn't he just do that to fight at the end of the movie? Like they, it's like you start setting yeah. up. It's sort of like the sort of like the Obi Wan. We'll go all the way back to Phantom Menace of like, look, the Jedi can force run now. And then you're like, it'd be really good if you could get from here to there to save your master. And you're like, nope, he's just gonna run, skip down the hallway, and yeah. he doesn't force run. So it's like that idea of like, remember what we introducing at the some of the movie? A cool thought <laughs> and then not kind of following through at the end of the movie with like, remember that thing we showed you? Boom, there it is again. Like you know, yeah. Even though they kind of did, but not in the way
1: I thought they were going to maybe. I feel like this whole new trilogy, I feel like they tried really hard to keep you guessing. And I don't know if it was the internet being the internet where they try to like fan theory everything now. And with the other th- two trilogies, it was never kind of like a mist. There were never so many mysteries. You know, there were questions that were created that didn't even get created in the... the um, uh, the movies but like you know the the mystery behind ray it's like for two movies she had this huge mystery behind her i don't feel like in the other movies there was anything that was like you know a huge mystery like you know it was like sidious or palpatine is sidious you know what i mean you know and, and and like some of the stuff that got dropped wasn't teased before like luke you know being vader's son there was no build up to that there was no question as to like who luke's you know, parents were like you know, in episode four, and even part of episode five. It wasn't like
0: I mean, it was a setup that Obi Wan knew his father, and that he. he but Darth Vader was a bad guy. Like that was never really tied together until it was said.
1: But it wasn't drug through the two movies like Ray's parents. Oh no were. I agree yeah. Yeah. So with that. I think there were a lot of questions that were created. And maybe it was just the curious nature of the fans who were always kinda like, Well what's the deal with Snoke? What's going on with Snoke? He's very kind of mysterious in the background. We don't know where he came from. We don't know what his intentions are. And then when they kill him off it was like, I remember in episode eight everyone was like, So we're just gonna waste Snoke? And it was like well, I mean, we we didn't really really have those questions you know, poised in the movie, but mm-hmm. you know, it, there were tons of questions that people were creating on their own. I think, and that that was something that I, I felt was really different from the new trilogy versus the older trilogies. Yeah, I, I, that that is
0: something that people were like, well, we, we didn't get to know anything. It's like, do do you need to know everything? Like, yeah. I just I. So one of the things I was reading about recently was that this film was never... the Rise of Skywalker was not actually put in front of a test audience. Like, there was no test screenings. There was friends and family screenings, but not, like, you know, bringing a bunch of people in the theater and say, how this play? And the, the counterpoint to that is, um, Endgame, the Russos had at least four different test screenings because they wanted to get, like, pacing and vibe, and if they wanted to make sure everything was making sense. And Endgame is a much bigger monster than, you know, like, the Star Wars movies right now. But I think that... It's weird how Star Wars the more insular it gets the more like you know the more it loses its way at times you know like mm-hmm. Lucas didn't didn't hear no with this prequel trilogy and there was problems good bones but not good execution and I feel like the last jedi just shocked the system so hard that they were just terrified to let anybody see anything until it was out and and Abrams has this he wants to do a mystery box every single time and you don't mm-hmm. have to always do that yeah. you know like
1: so and I think that mystery box thing that Abrams does is really what kind of was what's sticking that all those questions it was like he you know uh, some of his other movies it was always very inquisitive about what was going on and mm-hmm. kind of kept you in the dark everything from even Cloverfield when you never saw the monster it was like you know you knew it was but you didn't know yeah like Super know. 8 also was Super a big 8. mystery box yeah. to begin with Like so, um, I yeah.
2: will also say that uh, the criticism that oh he can't an- end things I feel like he took that so to heart that he's like I'm gonna end everything yeah he yeah. and like yeah I, I think that he overreached in that aspect and we'll get there when we get there yeah. but you know I would also say that it's fair to looking at the force awakens that Abrams didn't know what to do with Luke and he came to the conclusion it was like well who's Luke Skywalker and we'll have that theme running through the movie, and then we'll give him the last very shot of the movie, and then whoever the next director is picks it up. <laughs> and I think it's fair to say that he kind of didn't know what to do with Luke. And while I liked, at the time, being, I guess, one being left wondered what happens to Luke... I do kind of feel now looking back at it in retrospect, it's like, well, you just didn't know what to do. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. So. Well, I
0: mean, I also, th- I do think that part of the original plan was, and you said there was no plan, but I think it was more to focus like on each chapter was going to tie into an individual character. And I think the first movie was Hans movie and Force yeah. Awakens was more him, so you don't want to have everybody in the forefront, and it was him and Leia, and then I know the second film was supposed to be Luke, and I, I think the third one was supposed to be Leia, more so, I mean, more so than what we got in this, which we'll that talk about sense, that. makes sense,
1: because I could see even from like the footage they and, used. And then maybe Lando sometimes, I don't know. <laughs> the, even the footage they used to, to use uh, Carrie Fisher in, in episode nine, I feel like they probably would have had her be a more prominent role as far as Ray's training and like the connection with, with Ben and just bringing those two characters together, I feel like Carrie Fisher's character was kind of like that anchor for both of them. It yeah. was going to play out in the ninth movie. Well, the
4: interesting thing is you're writing Last Jedi and you're like, you're like, you kill off Snoke, so you don't really have a big bat anymore, technically. And the only way to kind of bring Kylo back is to have him sacrifice himself, basically, because he's literally killing everybody mm-hmm. left and right. So if he's the big bat in the last movie and his mom shows up, or maybe something's happening to his mom or something's getting out of control, you kind of see like where he could, obviously that was gonna be a setup of like, either he's gonna sacrifice himself for Ray or his mother, but now, and she's gone, and all of a sudden you're left with this thing of like, well, we had this idea of like, well, that would work,
2: but now you don't even have that choice. So yeah. it has to be Ray. Could we talk about that decision though real quick to make no. each movie? Fair enough. On no. to the next question. No. Moving next along, week got invasion of the podcast. Next, I think that uh, you know, this is another missed opportunity, um, particularly by Abrams in The Force Awakens, is that because obviously they couldn't do it for this one and Ryan Johnson didn't have Han Solo available to him. But the fact that they never said, like, instead of breaking it down, well, this is Han's movie, this is Luke's movie, this is Leia's movie, people would have loved to have seen, and I'm including myself in there, the three of them together, even if for a scene. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, uh, the movie Heat. You know, they got through making that movie, and they realized Pacino and De Niro didn't, you know, have a scene together, so they went back and filmed something with a scene just the two of them. Yeah, with Pacino like,
0: as a Force Ghost talking yes, to De Niro <laughs>
2: and uh, giving him all the knowledge that he needed. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Get up, De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> but I do wonder as well, like, why that decision was made to be like, well, we're going to split it up between the three legendary characters. Why, why wasn't there an effort to be like, you know what, even if we just have them for this first movie, and like, they're lesser in the other three, or the other two, sorry. Why didn't they go that route? I'm curious as to what the process was thought-wise with that.
1: Yeah, I feel yeah. like that's a missed opportunity to get all three stars on the screen together. I just think it was an opportunity for
0: them because if, if you anchored them to each one, then supposedly <laughs> that would give the new characters more room
4: to breathe and operate. But I don't know how that worked. So, Like if they'd walked in and they were the old guard kind of thing? Yeah, well, because people were worried
0: that, the, that Episode seven was going to be a torch pass. And it was a little bit of like the whole bit of whenever Han looks at Ray and he was like, you know, like you should, you know, basically offer her a job. And he's like, are you, she's like, are you offering me a job? He's like, no, but I'm thinking about it and he's like the Wookiee likes you it's like you get this notion of like there's this this coming thing right and so maybe that's what it is I don't know but that's a good point because um, you're right Like, and that's, that's one of the things people bitched about The Last Jedi is that you introduce these new characters and then you immediately break them up and send them off on their different ways but well, they did that in Empire yeah, well, but, yeah. but the
4: other thing is though I think the whole thing starts flawed in the sense that JJ wanted to have intrigue within the characters that we already know but the kids who were watching it for the first time don't give a crap that han is a smuggler again so if they'd showed up and han had just been he'd gone to find poe left his falcon and this girl stole it while he was on the planet but he was still part of you wouldn't have to explain why leia and him split up you wouldn't have to explain why they were upset that luke went away you could have done almost everything they did and added more story to the Mm -hmm. new characters Like you could have had a lot more stuff with Finn and things like that because you spend all this time explaining backstory about things that we'll never see happen for no reason other than it just seemed cool to be like, well, he's a smuggler again. And that's the JJ problem, I think, or like (laughs) the thing on the rock is even like and when they were writing um, Last Jedi, they had to go back and edit The Force Awakens right before it came out because Luke had rocks floating all around him. And they were like, well, no, he's cut off from the force. So they had to go back and edit that out to show the reason. Because they were basically like, if he has the force, like we've talked before of like, he either has the force and is all powerful and let his friends die, knowing they were in trouble. Or some there had to be another reason. And his reason was he'd cut himself off from the force. You know what I mean? They yeah. kinda, he kind of left him with, you know, not much to do.
0: <laughs> so um, I, I had this question here. <clears throat> Maybe it's a little early for it, but because we're talking about coming into Rise of Skywalker uh, after Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, uh, what do you think that Rise of Skywalker had to do to kind of fin- like to actually cross the finish line? And do you guys think it, it did it in that sense of like what was like? You're like these are two movies; it's a trilogy because everything's a trilogy now. What did Rise of Skywalker have to do, no matter what, like to finish this out?
2: I think, uh, and honestly, this is only because she's passed. I think that they had to give a send off to Carrie Fisher. Like, I'm not even talking about Princess Leia. I'm saying they had to have something for Carrie Fisher in the sense that um, Ryan Johnson, you know, had a year after she because uh, she passed. I think in December, and yeah, December 2016, and then Last Jedi wasn't coming out till December 2017. Yeah, so they had a whole year, and he's like, "We decided we're not changing a frame of it. We're going to keep the story as it is for Carrie," and then. You know, he, uh, J.J. Abrams, I I guess it was Colin Trevor at that point, whoever it was, was going to have to address what happened to Leia. We had a movie where literally she's flying around in space. (laughs) Where do we go now that she's suddenly dead? Like, and I I, honestly, I felt like the movie was kind of haunted by that in the sense that the cameos by spoilers, Harrison Ford, and and Mark Hamill lacked a lot of weight for me simply because I'm like, God, it's just Carrie Fisher's not there. And yeah. it just kind of hung over the movie for me. So right. that was for me personally. And I'm not saying that was everybody's response, but. Well, that's why that I asked was, the question. Think, yeah. Yeah.
0: So what what did you think that Rise of Skywalker um, should have. Like, what, what was your expectation for it to at least finish? Like, what did it have to do?
4: To me, it's always that thing. It's sort of like Jedi where it's over, but yet you feel like you're not seeing the end. Okay. And that's the most important. Like, I was curious, like, how are they going to wrap it up in the idea of, like, how are they leaving Ray? How are they leaving the Force? Where there'll be Jedi? Where is the situation in the the Galactic Senate or whatever is left over now? Or and like, how are they leaving it to be like, oh, we could come back to this because I don't like the idea of it just being like it's over. Like I like the idea of it, like this is over, but like it's still yeah, like
0: this on. chapter's closed, yeah. but
1: yeah, life is going on. Yeah, um, I think I think they needed to to do a little course correction from Last Jedi with them implying, you know, that that we need to just kind of get rid of the Sith, get rid of the Jedi, get rid of the Republic and any other type of, you know, the whole uh, uh, throne room fight scene in the end where Kylo's talking to Rey. He's like, let's just wash our hands of everything. I mean, that was in a literal sense, I felt like, you know the writers or Disney saying, "I know what we're gonna we're gonna take this point halfway through the trilogy and say we're gonna go in a new direction and get rid of all this stuff." And you know, as a Star Wars fan, I was like, "No, that's 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 not what makes Star Wars." But it's such a huge piece of Star Wars of good versus evil. It's like, are we just gonna try to jump in everything be gray now? It was very well, confusing. I don't, I don't
0: think Ryan Johnson took. I don't think he said that Sith and Jedi can't exist. I just think that his thing was that. He got tired of the whole, like, predetermined lineage stuff. Like, I, like, like, Kylo is the, you know, the the grandson of Darth Vader. And, like, he's running around with this helmet. That's why, like, in the last Jedi, it's like, um, was it Snoke's like, get rid of that stupid thing? And he breaks it. It's like, you know, like, you're, 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 like, putting these things up on a pedestal. Not that they don't exist and not that they're not there. And there's still lightsabers and force fights. I don't think that he got rid of that. I think he got rid of. No, I'm not saying he got
1: rid of it. I said that's the path that looked, it sounded like they were going down. Like, I never thought that Disney was going to get rid of Jedi. Oh, or no, no, no. I,
0: I, just, I just think that there's a concept that I think that going forward it would have opened up. Because at the very end of, of Last Jedi, you had, um, you know, the hobo kid, like, you know, take the broom and the broom, the, which yeah. they never really broom compounded boy. on
1: anymore. I really wanted four him to pop kids. up in this movie. Yeah, did you want to see cool. him
0: in, like, his own little self made flyer at the end with the broom just smacking <laughs> yeah. the, the, the cannons off the fleet? That, that would have been, been amazing. No, it's just, I think the whole idea, because, like, like, of all the things that Abrams and, and Joe, I'll I'm sorry, I didn't want to step on your point. Um, the, when he kept talking about the light that the spark that lights the fire, that seems like the one thing that that should have been brought back from Last Jedi into rise of Skywalker because they kept kind of talking about it, but they never said it again. So I think they're talking about this idea of the downtrodden and you find your heroes and that Luke Skywalker was almost more effective as as a myth versus a man. I don't think, I don't know. Like, I think that was interesting, but you're right. I mean, the whole bit of them physically breaking the lightsaber in two in Last
1: Jedi, I know it was meant to be like, we're, we're going in a different direction. There was a lot of symbolism about going in a different direction. And, you know, I mean, with the, the fan out, uh, outcry and and everything with that um, movie, it, it it felt like they were like, okay, let's get it back on the rails of, of Star Wars. And um, I felt like with uh, Rise of Skywalker, they just needed to finish somewhere that, You know, it kind of had the same feel as the first two trilogies at the end, where, I mean, even though the first prequels, or I don't want to say the first, episodes one through three, you pretty much know what's happening next. But it still kind of left it uh, into, um, I guess, a position where, uh, you know you thought everything was kind of wrapped up and you knew a direction it was going in and i felt like after last jedi i mean i hate to keep talking about last jedi cuz we want to talk about the new movie but um it sounded like they were just going to jump off on the 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 other the other path and i felt like with this movie to wrap it up and at least you know kind of make it seem like a star wars movie to me is to get it back on that path it's like okay we need to you know uh we didn't necessarily need the redemption arc but that's a huge piece i mean especially that that is that is star wars yeah you know the hero's journey and 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 i think the difference with ray probably not giving into the dark side is is was a nice touch or twist that it could have been different that it could have been different and she could have turned bad but I like that in the end, uh, you have Ray as a Skywalker, or, t- or taking the Skywalker mantle, which I always thought was kind of their plan, is that they were going to use Skywalker as a mantle more than a last name, with them kind of getting rid of the Skywalkers in, term of the, in terms of the actors and mm-hmm. everything. And eventually, like, they would almost, like, that was my first thought when they started talking about that in *Less Jedi, like, forget about the Sith, forget about the... The Jedi and I was like, well, what if they do Last Jedi because they're not going to call themselves Jedi anymore? They'll call themselves Skywalkers or something. That's where I thought it was going. But I mean, aside from that, um, you know, this movie wrapping up, I was really just hoping that they would kind of, you know, make it set so that you could you could envision something where you're going to get more Jedi, you're going to get more Sith, you're going to have more Star Wars with, you know, Republican or the Rebels or, or anybody tariffs yeah (laughs) more problems with space taxes and yeah but uh yeah i thought i mean i i thought episode nine was wrapped up really well so all right so uh, another
0: question here um we kind of talked about already but how do you feel about the emperor's return like was it needed was palpatine coming back was it needed
4: i think i never go with anything is needed i always go with does it work and did they do it right like you can do anything. Like you could have brought Jar Jar back, and the right <laughs> with the right writer, somebody could have come up with a cool way to be like, oh shit, I didn't even think of bringing him <laughs> right, back that yeah. way. Yeah, that's fair. So it's like one of those things. I was talking to Keith Miller last night. I promised I'd give him credit because he had a good good <clears throat> thoughts about this, and he was talking about the idea of it would have been cool if at the beginning of the movie, Leia it was the, her funeral. She's passed, and sort of so the Emperor kind of kicks into higher gear, going, oh, there's one Skywalker left, and he's already kind of a jerk. <laughs> time to go like okay yeah. time to go that's my kid there's nobody here left to kind of protect this kid from all these other people mm-hmm. and then he kind of sends out in the force like spooky spooky and then he comes and finds him to be like yes come look at all this stuff i built for you look at all this stuff you're the last one you did it Ta-da. Yeah. and then that would have been a more interesting thing so then ray again would have to he's still the big bad the Empress it's still pulling strings. It's more of that devil's ad, devil's uh, bargain kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Of like, look what I did for you. You were the la- I knew you were coming. This was my plan the whole time. And, of course, he would buy it because he's egotistical. And then that would give Rey something to fight against. And it would have been a much more clear, concise way going from point A to point B.
1: Yeah, I I think that's a that's a great jump start right? versus what they had. Like I'm 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 happy the Emperor's back. <laughs> I, mean, I have a cog shirt on. But um no, uh like you know, from the beginning of the movie when you know they, they, they had Ian Mc, uh McKillen's voice come over and it's just they start off the rip with him and Kylo. It's like this seems like it came out of nowhere. But like if it was one of these things, I totally believable. All the Skywalkers have passed away. It's time for me to come out of hiding because he's threatened by him. So it make it, that would make complete. I would okay with that. And the only yeah. one
4: left is this kid that's already right. looking to be like, I'm gonna prove everybody that I'm the best bad right. guy and all of that kind of. But jazz. I
1: feel like he wouldn't learn his lesson even then because, like, <laughs> you know, he had he had a couple of them that he could he could have dealt with. And he's just like, yeah, I got this one on my side. Now he's throwing me over a railing. Like, yeah, yeah, you you you're a really bad judge of Skywalker character, Palpatine. But, um, yeah, I thought that I think that would have been a a way better jump start to the movie and explaining why he was there because I don't because think...
4: there's a whole other part of this movie that I feel like was definitely talked about. There is a draft written with it in there and they just let it go. Ever since the Force Awakens, when Finn lands on that first planet and he's freaking out because he can feel everybody dying, I was like, this kid and then he gave him a lightsaber. I was like, he's a Jedi. And then they find a whole planet of stormtroopers who all had force basically force freakouts and they're all living peacefully on this planet waiting. And then this girl shows up who has a new version after Last Jedi, Yoda's basically like, dude, we were wrong. We were all wrong. We screwed up. This girl needs your help. Stop don't double down on us screwing up by you being like boohoo, we all screwed up, end of the Jedi. Help this girl. And then they would have had a whole team of new versions of Jedi's to yeah. go fight the Emperor and Kylo Ren. And it was like right there. There's your whole story right there.
1: I feel like they've they've severely like it, it needs to come back around to the the episode one, two, and three, where you've got a richer group of Jedi. Like, I don't understand why they didn't tie in, you know, something to start building, like, the New Order, the New Jedi Order. Like, you know, on screen. Like, that's that's feasible after the this, this ninth movie, but... You're right, like, you know, there's plenty of Force-sensitive characters. I'm, I mean, they could go the route of Han and uh, – or not Han, um, Luke and Leia, like they did in the scene, the the Endor scene in Episode Nine. They could go the route with that with Finn and Rey. Like, I mean, it's completely obvious that Finn is Force-sensitive. And, God, please do something with his character because I I can't stand Finn. <laughs> like, I feel like Finn was – like, I, I, I like John Boyega, but, like, I feel like his character through all three movies, it was – they were just like, I don't know what to do with Finn, what do we do with them? And it's like let's well let's give him a love interest in this one and then let's undo it, you know? Like to or me, not he undo was it. He's kind of
4: like he like K2SO in Rogue One was a better Finn character. Like I was evil, but I'm good, but I'm still kind of like I don't I don't really care about you yeah. at living or dying, so I'm just doing my thing.
1: But I just feel like Finn always just he never had a he never had a compass with the story. It was yeah. there were certain parts like in all three movies where i'm just like okay finn's going this way no he's not okay finn's gonna be like this and then no he's not and then it was just like okay three movies have gone by and he's been pretty different in all three movies like you know post kind of stayed the same you know rays stayed in the same course but yeah um you know but the but to your question the the emperor thing do what was it again it was, no it was two parts it was, it was like, two do, part, do we first, need
0: yeah, it yeah i'm um, sorry but no, it's okay. You, you have feelings. You've been searching your feelings, uh, and, and, and I, I've been waiting for Steve's answer for a while. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. Sorry. How do you feel about the Emperor's return? And it wasn't needed. I think you've addressed that. I yeah, think, yeah, I don't yeah. think it
1: was needed. Um, you know, they could have done something different. Uh, it wasn't like we got to go to Pal- Palpatine, but yeah, um, I was I was happy to see him back. You know? Yeah. So, Steve. Rebuttal? Um, yeah,
2: just- <laughs> I I don't know if it's a rebuttal. Paul, let me just jump in here real yeah, quick. Right. So you, you, want, you want
1: to strike the last word? You have five minutes
2: Four recognize you. Um, so I don't know if it was needed. I, I, I think that he looked at what he had left to do with the story, and he was like, I need something big, and there's nothing bigger than Palpatine. Um, and he went on record as saying, oh, my favorite scene from the prequels is, you know, um, the conversation between... The, um, Palpatine and Anakin about the, the opera, yeah, the opera scene where he's, he's talking dark about. Big is the wise, yeah. <laughs> um, and so he was like, "Well, there's my way in," and I'm still kind of I don't understand. Did he like? So he survives death, but at the same time, did he like did his corporeal form like survive death? Because he's he's also hooked up to a gigantic crane machine. And
0: so yeah, so the Claw Machine of Doom that he's part of, like that thing was pretty sweet. It was it was cool in the sense of like he talked about how like the the Sith magic there's like dark dark ways or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's like he it's it is a vessel, but he can't survive without that. So I thought that was actually kind of a cool thing to see that even though he's still this powerful being that let me get into this how many how many star destroyers showed up out of nowhere yeah, on, like on top of like uh, that is definitely uh, one of the problems <laughs> planet planet calgon or whatever it was called um x x yeah I, I use that sometimes it makes my whites whites and my darks real evil so that's what i use is x uh you should use it too uh so it, it washes it washes away all your last jedi stains but there's like six bajillion star destroyers that just show up yeah and i'm like So I was watching the movie at the beginning, it's like, and also we didn't even talk about the text crawl, which I mean, I guess we can get all that, but it's like, the dead speak, I'm like, this is the movie with Carrie Fisher, we're saying goodbye to her, I don't think that's the right words to start the movie off with, that (laughs) feels weird. Um, And then also they talk about Palpatine's broadcast, which, you know, I'm like, okay, did you guys know where that broadcast actually played?
2: He did it wearing a Max Hedrum mask. uh, Yeah, no, no. It was in 1987. They they played
0: it in Fortnite. They had an event before the movie came out and that yeah. the broadcast that they reference in the film was played in Fortnite. So well, Steve, I am not a fan of if, this thing where like you have to read all the
4: books and comics to be able to enjoy anything. I'm, I'm kind of over that. We'll
0: wait for Steve to go play Fortnite now. like we
1: used to do that in reverse though. We would get a like I don't want to say a complete movie, but we'd have a movie, and then if we craved more, we would go get it. Right now, because of the way they do things, it's like they're like, oh, you want to know about what what's going on with Phasma? Well, here's six comic books you need to go buy. Yeah, like so
0: yeah which would, that's of all the characters they brought back that's the one i'm like really no phasma but anyway oh, so i had such high hopes yeah phasma. i was hoping for more phasma yeah, but no so like you see that the six million star destroyers which it's like that raises all these questions because it's like this planet <laughs> you know this planet's in the middle of the forbidden zone or whatever or the outer wilds whatever are gonna call it the space space or whatever right how where's the construction where are the crews is this a union job how do you train all these people like I, I get that, like you oh. want to create this threat that is so overreaching. That you're like, oh shit, like this is bad. Yeah. But it was so outrageous. That I'm like, there, there's there's no feasible way that this can be overcome. And also, like you start thinking about production of that. Because I know Steve, you had mentioned to me uh, that the original intention in the um, Return of the Jedi was to imply that there was multiple Death Stars being built. Yeah. And I could see that JJ took that spark and and ran with it. And then each Star Destroyer also has a planet-destroying cannon, by the way. That, so, that's
2: actually what I was going to say yeah. about Force Awakens is is that should have been Starkiller Base. Instead of Starkiller Base, there should have been just a fleet of Star Destroyers all with cannons. Or something, like that, yeah. Yeah, something so yeah. that we're not getting... Another, as you like to say, ball of destruction, or I don't remember what. Yeah, you no, no, no. Star Wars
0: is all about destroying balls, right. or, or balls being destroyed. Oh, there, yeah. there is something that Lucas is working through originally there because everything that's ball shape has to be blown up, and then even in this movie, it's like, hey, by the way, uh, we're going to blow that ball up too. And they, and they, they blew up, um, what was it uh, the the Kijimi or whatever the name of that planet is, uh, the planet that we saw for three seconds. Um, so that, that bothered me, like how, how outrageous it was, not the notion that the emperor wasn't hiding. I didn't like the notion of like, he's like, I've been the voice in your head the entire time. And you hear all the different like Sith voices, like Vader and everybody,
2: right? I feel like
0: that was a way of stitching together, like why he wasn't necessarily the big bad in the last two films. And then you see the Snoke in the jar, which you said, Jeff, before we started Snoke recording in it. Jar. Yeah. In the jar. yeah. And I almost feel like that's a slap in the face of Ryan Johnson where that's everyone, the
4: one that's the most because then that's the one that like if you're gonna that's that's the jj problem where it's like that and now you just asked a thousand new questions that will be fought over till the end of time like why didn't snoke know about this and why didn't snoke know this and no and because you're like you could just skip that just ignored it again like you could have he didn't even have to actually physically be there alive and he could have just got kylo there through the force like they have force ghosts there's a sith force ghost do you think that's the emperor and he leads this kid like i had a parking lot full of star destroyers (laughs) off to the side and this kid is looking to win this war and you're like it's not a you route. go. It's like, a,
1: it's, like a, it's like Nevada. But I'm saying, <laughs> but like, I'm
4: saying, like that could have been the way you. T- that's <laughs> yeah. the way you get away with it, like as opposed to him was, being there and being like, here's all my dudes. And yeah. well, also,
0: if he's the one making Snoke, then I feel like him making um, physical beings is like how I use my 3D printer. Like it's not
1: quite right, and the eyes are offset. You're <laughs> well, like, good enough. I feel Guess like, you could
0: lead the empire. I feel like, like they could have
1: <laughs> they could have done the apprentice route and just like you know, just real subtly hinted at Snoke is number two. And then that would have been, I mean, granted the internet would have went into a frenzy be like, who is it? It's Palpatine, you know, but like, it yeah, definitely yeah. would have given you more of a, this guy is not the guy we thought he was. He's the second guy. And there's more going on in the background. Can we so. talk
2: about the bigger issue, though, that Palpatine apparently had children that, like... Right? Like, yeah, we're just normal people that, that... Yeah. Like, yeah we'll, I don't know, I, I don't, We'll man. talk he, about that.
1: I just feel was, like... So he's kind it's of It's the
4: son that's his kid, right? Yeah. Now. Yeah. yeah. Wife,
1: right? So, I, sorry, just,
0: I just want to table that just real quick. I just want to mention the Snoke in the jar thing again just because I feel like that's a slap in the face of The Last Jedi because everyone's like, we do nothing about Snoke. And then, so <laughs> J.J.'s explanation is, well, there's nothing to know. He's a clone in a jar. It's like, that almost feels like... It's it's giving. I, I know, Stevie, you hate the term fan service now, but I feel like that's a way of like feeding those people that the idea of an unanswered question means that something's not good. Yeah. And I feel like that's, you know what I mean? Like how many, how many, you know, it's like, so Snoke was a bad guy and he, you know, he was an asshole when he got cut in two and like, we don't need a rich backstory for him, but, but just the notion of like, who was he? Well, he was an asshole and he's dead, but there's two more being grown. So we don't have to answer that question anymore because he wasn't, he was a cipher. Like that yeah, was so the part can, that bothered me. Can
2: yeah. we talk about that though, real quick though? Cause yeah. I really don't like the Abrams versus Ryan Johnson discussion in the sense of like, oh, well, you know, clearly when Johnson did this, it was a big F you to, to, you know, Abrams. And now Abrams is just slapped right back. And like, I actually thought that a lot of the things that JJ did with this, you know, were, I don't want to say respectful, but at least... They didn't go back and like completely rewrite The Last Jedi. No, that's fair. No, they just yeah, took the helmet and
0: re- that, reforged it with red cracks running through it. I don't, I, know. it I don't think cool. it's a
4: Johnson thing. I think it's a fans on the internet. It is. Versus yeah, I don't think JJ it's the thing. two directors. That's what I think it no, is. No, that's fair. But I'm just I, yeah. saying,
0: in terms of, you're, you're right, Steve. I shouldn't have framed it that way. I just I just do feel like because of the fan outrage of like, we didn't get questions of this, it's like, you, like part of being a fan about something is having like, like you know, these conversations about wouldn't it be cool or what do you think of this? Yeah. You don't have to go to the creators and be like, like here's what we talked about in a bar at 2 in the morning we need answers like yeah. you know so or like the fact to-
4: that like so this other guy trained this kid Got him away from his mom, who is a problem for Palpatine. He's just been waiting, growing in his jar, and now <laughs> the kid took out the guy. So he's like, "Well, perfect. He's half trained. He's pissed off at everybody. He's trying to take over. Yeah, I'll just go in and give him a little nudge in the right direction towards me. Like that's all. It that's simple that's as fair. that. That's all it is.
0: Yeah. Sorry. So you guys want to talk about Palpatine? You know, getting it on
1: and having a bloodline. Um. So well, I mean, yeah. a lot of senators, <laughs> a lot caught. of senators get <laughs> caught with prostitutes. I mean, that's <laughs> that's pretty much. But no, I mean, that's, I don't think it's like out of the ordinary for those trade deals wouldn't work themselves out right yeah i'm sure i'm sure he 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 uh he found somebody and i'm not saying that they had like something serious but it's it's very so here's the thing is i was
4: curious i thought was coming and i was like oh i'm not sure how i'm ready if i'm ready to even think about this but they sort of hint in the prequels are like you know he the midichlorians to create life and you kind of get the thinking that he's just out there doing midichlorians you know somewhere out in the universe he created a baby somewhere that's badass and then it comes to this kid and he finds him and so then it's like but then if he then his kid has ray and then anakin is kylo's grandfather so technically ray and so are you saying high yeah, are technically no, no, there, there's Ant- some there's some force and going on yeah there.
1: so are you saying like uh, like you had Anakin was Jedi immaculate conception so then uh, Well they hinted that that Palpatine created we're
4: get, him by we're getting into trying a Targaryen to do situation the whole here. like
2: force gotcha. make everybody <laughs> okay. come back to life thing yep. so it's, like we're get, yeah we're I just to thought it. it would have been an easier thing to just say like those two people who you thought were your parents were just people who were trying to protect you and you were a clone of me that you know through an aberration of the force you know became yeah. something else i was
1: kind of waiting for that 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 hook of of she's a clone of palpatine but not an exact clone and that, like, it, like, somehow those people, whether they were rebel soldiers or somebody, got the clone, and they were like, "What's going on?" Which it. would have been because, awesome because
4: yeah. the weirdos already got a song for that. <laughs> we could have been. Think so, we're well,
2: no, the now. last Jedi, they show her in the cave. She's having that vision where it's not her. <laughs> that's yeah, where I was That's where I was for going sure with that's it. That's where it was going to go. That would
1: have made more sense now because I have such a huge problem with that damn cave scene. Like, I don't mind. I just, I guess, I, I, I cool, guess, I'm standalone if, saying that, like, but, whenever
0: Kylo goes to her and says, "You know, you're nothing." You, this isn't your story. You don't belong here, whatever the phrase is in The Last Jedi. I like, again, it's just, it's taking, like, she's still being heroic. She still has the force, you know, and she's still conflicted because Luke was like, I don't know about you. There's something inside that's kind of like cagey and uncontrolled because it was established in the prequels that mm-hmm. I- unless they're caught early, Jedi, as they, for people that are force sensitive as they grow up, it can be harder to pin down their training and their abilities, right? It's, it was implied with Anakin being too old at the time. So I get, like, I thought there was a notion of like, she, has this, like, just, it was just people, some people were more Force-sensitive than others, and he was worried about her potential for chaos. Not that, like, she was a Palpatine, which we find out in this movie, he's like, yeah, I knew. It's like, that would have been important information, I think. Well, he yoda that. I mean, Yoda knew. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but it's, I just, like, I just, I don't know if I needed her to be directly related to, like, the two families involved, you know? I didn't even know there was a second family involved until they said it, you know? Like, I that just felt, that felt like that, Star Wars is supposed to be this big universe, but for some reason they always keep shrinking it down to the same six people, it feels like. And I get frustrated with
4: that. No, I agree. Good night, everybody. That was, a prequel. <laughs> that was a prequel problem, like, <laughs> yeah. where everybody's got to be related to somebody yeah. and well, think, Anakin builds C-3PO kind of thing, where it's yeah. like everything's got to have been touched.
1: I think, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Everything has to get touched by the Skywalkers. And I think that's why, we, even with the expanded universe, it's like you you kind of go back to the movies as the core canon and the that family is like part of that i guess so that that's why i'm okay with it cuz it's like you're going to you, that's why like when this is over now hopefully but then again ray's going to be a skywalker and she's going to run around and train people as a skywalker well, but
2: i think too that it's it's always weird to me that are like i don't want a movie about luke skywalker or i don't want a movie about the skywalkers it's like I understand that and that's what the other movies are going to be for and clearly they're saying they're done with it. If time's taught me anything, they're not no, done with it. No, they're not done with it. But I think that, you know, it's it's always weird to me. I understand your argument, like why does it keep coming back to the line of the Skywalkers? But literally, you know, episodes one through six, even though and I don't buy Lucas on this, like, oh, it was always Darth Vader's story, it wasn't with um, droids <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but you know I mean it, it's clearly him telling a story about Darth Vader through you know Return of the Jedi when you get into this I understand and I can absolutely get like not liking oh her because I I agree with you I liked it when she was just a nobody well no I didn't but there's still a, a Skywalker
0: lineage because we know that Kylo is related to that so I like I'm fine like fine you got like you know the bratty nephew that's out there right so fine I didn't need her to be folded into this close, like physical, like space like with it. That's like the, being a Palpatine. It's like yeah. that just feels like a twist for being a like, twist. Oh,
1: you're related to the bad guy from the other ones. Kind that of that thing. was yeah. all. It's
0: like, and, and so let's get into it. Like the moment when she's having the force of battle. Well, sorry, you're Steve. I keep stepping on you. No, no, um, it's okay. I'm, I'm forced stepping on you. Uh, and that's something that will never show up again later. Like uh, I but, just
2: think that the, the there was no good answer to that question, and I think Johnson did find a good answer to it by saying you're nobody. But they—they, you're right in the sense that, like, I still don't like the term fan service because I I think it's just derogatory towards fans. But I understand where you're coming from with that as, like, the internet and all that garbage. Mm -hmm. So I totally get that. But the point that I was just going to make was, and I completely lost it now because I got hung up on that. So I think where I was going with that is just, uh, you know... Star Wars movies, I'm always surprised when people say, like, I can't believe we're going back to Tatooine, or um, I can't believe we're going to talk about the Skywalkers again, because it's called the Skywalker Saga, which I realize is a construct, really, of Disney at this point, because I don't think it was really thought of in that way previously. Uh, I think we started tagging it that way when when the prequels came out, though. Were they calling it this Skywalker song I think at that fans point? were, but okay.
1: I don't think Lucasfilm was. But I think everybody was just kind of like, "Ah, eh, it's it's the family," you know.
2: So. <laughs> so yeah, I just i i get sensitive, I guess. Uh, which I, I'm a very sensitive man, um, but I, I get sensitive, I guess, about you're, you're force
0: sensitive thing, about yeah. that, yeah. So because
2: I, I do not include like garbage about like you know the stuff that happens on Twitter and stuff like that in fan service. I i so I guess I look at it a different way. That's all.
0: Well, I just find it funny. That like after watching some Facebook, uh, people like respond to things, I, and now the people that were so frustrated with Last Jedi, and I know Stevie mentioned that you could have problems with both things, and I, I that's right. There's people now that are liking rise of Skywalker and they're now coming out the other end, being like, you know, we might have our opinions about these films, but we could just all be star Wars fans. I'm like, that's not the same person that was typing that out two years ago at the end of the last Jedi. Right? Yeah. It's like, you kind of got a little bit of what you wanted. It's like, now we could all be
1: friends again. Like, I'm like, why right. is that a thing? It feels weird. Um, yeah, I wasn't like, even though I didn't like last Jedi, I wasn't just like, I'm not talking to no star Wars people. I hate all of you <laughs> now, unless you're on my side. Yeah. Some weird star Wars tribalism. But- <laughs>
0: So, um, uh, did we need a ticking clock scenario to start the movie off, where it was like we have 15 hours before the the Nevada full of Star Destroyers like will launch? Because if you remember, they said that like we got we got word it's going to be 15 hours for they they can get out. It's like one, how do they know that? And two, do we need that? Because I feel like the Last Jedi had a ticking clock that was
1: literally seeing fuel running out on ships, which it was the other they, way around this time. They're all going to each Star Destroyer, like <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I got I got I mean, 372 it, more to go. It, it, it's like, a
0: maximum overdrive <laughs> scenario where yeah. all the, the Star Destroyers are pulling up the Dixie Boys. Like, X-Wings <laughs>
1: show up, and like one guy's like, they're shooting at the cans! <laughs> <laughs> they have, like, one station where it's all these lined up in a row. It's yeah. like, <laughs> it's bing, bing. Yeah, One old guy wiping the windows down. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs>
0: I just don't know if we needed that. The threat was so big, it's like, and now you're gonna attach a
1: time frame to it, and now we're gonna do some planet hopping. I don't know, time I've, frame, you don't need it, but I think time frames work like that,
2: where you're just kind of like... I think it bombs. was gonna go off. I think it was fine, but I think it was also another... Uh, reaction to The Last Jedi because The Last Jedi for at least its pacing is a slow film. Yeah. And like, J.J. just didn't want to slow down at all. Um, I think almost to the point where it's like, I I would always joke about like, oh, I would cut out all of Canto Bite, but like, I can honestly say, other than C-3PO getting the special message, like I could cut out a good chunk of that middle section of the movie almost, mm-hmm. just because we go to too many planets for no real good reasons. It's way it too gets overly complicated. Weird it's,
1: bouncing around in yeah. the middle. It was like, how are you on this ship now? How are you on a planet now? How are you on this other ship I think ship they were now? just
4: trying to soak up that, like we never got to see them all together on an adventure, and they're like, you're getting a whole movie's yeah. worth of the three of them together on an adventure. Like it was like it went from like literally fairy tale finding a serpent to like space like it's going on a space heists get chewy out. Like it was like we're just gonna do it all. Yeah. And there yeah. was even a John Williams cue in the the snake part where it was straight up Indiana Jones where I was like he loves Indiana Jones, JJ. <laughs> like, it's like there's a lot of Indiana Jones
0: references oh, well, in his well, movies.
1: Yeah, and speaking of Indiana Jones, I think I said I don't know if I said this to you, but the dagger. Oh no, wow. that oh, wasn't yeah. Indiana Jones. That was Goonies. Goonies. Was yeah. that Goonies? That's, yeah. okay. that, which
0: was but, produced by Spielberg. But, but I looked at that. I'm just like, what is this? What is this Portland? Like, i really?
4: yeah. like, find my rich stuff.
1: Right, <laughs> but like the t- when she did that, I was like, okay, that's clever if we're going to use that in Uncharted. But like, like that's usually like a mountain range that is pretty... Static. That's what I was wondering. It's like and a the- thing.
4: I thought it was going to be like how yeah. they found, which part of me is like, how do you not see the Death Star sticking out of the ocean? But like, or right. maybe like they would take that somewhere which would lead them to the planet. Like, Because I was like, yeah, With but that thing's at least making a key or something.
1: Yes, you know? I get like, it. Yeah. But how could you make that dagger ahead of time knowing how the Death Star would <laughs> land in the well, ocean? Well, no, that
0: implies that that, dude, that that dude was just standing on that shore yeah. and this wreckage. <laughs> and that that wreckage over time doesn't shift or change. You know, like, something about that, right. I'm just like,
1: I get it. Yeah. Like, oh, just, it
0: was the goofy I, yeah. I
1: was annoyed by it, but then I'm like, you know what? It's a map, whatever. You found it. <laughs>
0: like, yeah, kinda... I, almost, like, I almost made for you guys. Like, I cut out of my house be like, I don't know if you guys can find this or not. <laughs> I like, just be like, just like just outside. To, like, 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 open
1: a second part of it up and then hold it up and be like, oh, yeah. yeah. These cars parked today f- line right up with this dagger. There's just a hole of you like, waving, like, waving. Paul must have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Paul must have from the to know how many cars will be parked out here. Yeah. Oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think there's so much in this movie that feels like it's so on the nose in the sense of what, yeah. like, with what meaning? Like when Poe started doing this, like light speed skipping, I was like, this feels like JJ. This is his, this is his treatment of the film of just like breakneck. Oh, did you see a city? Cool. Did you see trees? Cool. Is there a worm? All right, let's
1: keep moving. He, like he started was- doing a lot of weird crap with with light speed stuff. Because remember in Episode Seven they were like, you know, we're just gonna light speed jump through a through whatever the shield and Stark's killer base was. Right. Like don't or, slow down to the last yeah. second. We're not going to yeah we're going to just out of I atmosphere. thought it was cool that they at least tied
4: in the fact that they Chewie and Ray had done it before but she has the force so it's easier for her to like guess where to go and they were having trouble doing it that was the first time they ever done it without her so it was more chaotic so it kind of tied in the fact that Ray has been on other missions a little bit
1: yeah
0: I, I also like that they implied that the 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 first order could still track them
1: through lightspeed. That was cool. That was kind of yeah, like, the, tie you know, fighters, the tie fighters. You know, you know, how just upgraded up? have the tie fighters? Yeah, got? Jeez. I dig <laughs> like, it. It's just fan service, though. Back in the day, <laughs> <laughs> <It is fan. laughs> you like Tie Fighters. Well, now they got Shields. So, what'd and you guys
0: PlayStation think? PlayStation Two. What'd you guys think mm-hmm. of um, Desert Planet Forty Seven AB that you saw that had the Burning Man concert going I on? Loved it. The like the whole celebration. That was the, the name the of the planet, was wasn't it? I what think it's called what I don't know. I this guy called it. Sonic? I called it Desert Planet Forty Seven because it's like, oh, it's Star Wars. We got to have a different desert planet. But it's just like, oh,
2: they're in Cold, Burning Man, dry
1: jungle city. Those are the only four you get. Yeah, sometimes lava. So
4: I
2: wow. will say, <laughs> it wasn't snow. It was salt. Yeah. Um, I think that they missed an opportunity, at least for a dramatic beat. And they do buy it back literally within a minute or two because they don't want you to think Chewie's dead for too long. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But Mm -hmm. I do think that it's interesting that, you know, my wife, her favorite character is Chewbacca. And like when that explosion happened, she looked at him and she's like, I know he's in other scenes from the trailer. Yeah, that was was one of the things they didn't set up. They did it
4: twice in the movie. Yeah. Oh, they talk about it. When it gets to the end, there's one where I'm like, if they had sold this just one ounce harder. The ending of the movie would have been ten percent cooler. I wasn't
1: too like, oh no, Chewy, at that moment because I felt like I just think it was funny wow. how the Knights of Ren are all like sneaking around, like <laughs> like <the laughs> little mustache really <twirly> bad guys. <laughs> yeah. They have all their gear, but they're just sneaking around, like
4: <laughs> like yeah. we're peeking out from behind things. And I'm doing physical faces. in Well, we'll a radio we'll talk show, about so.
0: characters that are undeveloped. Knights of Ren are up there, but let's talk about the J.J. take takebacks, which I like. I, I labeled here uh, with <laughs> Chewy dying because they're all takebacks. They're all like I honestly for a moment, whenever there was the big force of wills with the troop transport between Ray and, and, um, you know, Kylo and the, the, she causes the force lightning to come out and that destroys the troop carrier. And I'm like, I was like, holy shit, they're actually doing something of like actual sacrifice. And then like, did I think Chewbacca was necessarily dead? No, but the way they hand waved it away of being like, sir, we have a second troop transport that has a very important prisoner. I'm like, we didn't see a second ship. No, that's bullshit. (laughs) Like, that uh, pissed me off. But then there was that. How How good is Richard
4: Grant? Like, they wasted him so... I'm like, I just want to see him, like... Snarkily telling people things with his lighting
1: on his eyeballs. Is that, like, was that General Portisha Pride? Adams, yeah, was that yeah. General oh, Pride? Oh,
4: God, so good. I uh, feel like
1: they they had, like, who was the captain uh, of the Dreadnought in yeah. The Last Jedi? That guy was solid, too. Oh, I
0: forget the dude's name, but, like, the one at the beginning? Yeah, that, uh, that guy was, that, a great he was an um, He was an Apostle. He was the. the, the oh, yeah. Yeah, he was um, the angriest of the, the, angry, captain the something. three. And I saw him after watching Last Jedi again. I'm like, that's the guy from Apostle. Kennedy. I wish he'd have been through this whole movie because he, <laughs> he is intimidating, dude dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so other takebacks that JJ did, and this is my opinion. You guys can tell me I'm wrong. Uh. C3PO getting his memory wiped and yeah. then just restored like within minutes. I mean, they let it linger for a little bit and there was, there was the humor of like, this is the first yeah. time I've ever been in a fight and it's like, that was okay and that felt very much like C3PO. But the whole notion of
1: him, like, <laughs> I, I want to see my friends for the last time. Yeah, that was that, a cheap heartstring. Gosh. Book, which I that, was like, so you guys remember episode three ended and Jimmy Smits was like, wipe his memory. Like, yeah.
4: That was like one of those ones where Lucas, somebody was like, you know, in the other movie, he doesn't remember any of this. And he was like, I got it. I or got like it. Or Obi-Wan <laughs> picking up the lightsaber off the beach, like, yoink. <laughs> I, I was hoping for like a half second that they leave
0: him wiped, but for somehow that they dug down to where it actually affected him remembering the first things like from the prequels like that's that. what I thought was going to come I thought it was
4: like gonna he be was like, going like, to be like that far behind and like R2 would get to tell him the story and kind of catch
1: him up but the whole notion of oh, like, there was like real, two friends in a retirement like home that, one's got Alzheimer's and I like thought, R2's just retelling R2, R2, the notebook, the notebook. <laughs> but
4: I honestly thought that was going to be the it's last scene like imagine notebook. that last scene so Ray's like I'm a Skywalker and then it cuts to R2 in C-3PO near the sunset and R2's literally about to tell him the entire story that you know. Like for the yeah. second How time. amazing would that have been to that be like, and wipe, and really then mean. your tears are like,
2: oh my god. I do oh, want to I say this was something that just annoyed me um, and it has more to do with Kevin Smith. Because um, I, I I love Kevin Smith, but like he was talking about the end shot of the movie is going to melt your brain. I saw, you know, <clears throat> they wouldn't let me see the set of it and it's going to, you know, I'm like, We've seen other Star Wars movies end in that place. Like it didn't melt my brain. I was expecting something far bigger. I guess. So here we so. go
4: again. I thought she was going to come out of the hole. And all those people from that planet were gonna be all in their Padawan robes and she's gonna be like, I think this is a good place to start. That's yeah, what that I thought was coming. Too. Yeah, that I have a lot of good endings for this movie. Yeah. Jeffrey It's all fan service, though. So she would have been like, listen,
0: let's do the moisture farming first, Jedi stuff second. Yeah. You can go get the converters from Tashi Station later.
1: Step one. All you go to Tashi Station. Yeah. Yeah.
0: so other things I think were JJ take backs. I think uh, like Ren dying and then being healed by Rey. I understand there's like a story beat with that. But how amazing would that have been if she would have like killed him on the like the remains of the Death Star and just left him? Like, and then she would have moved on. Like, that, I think that would have been way more powerful. Even though I do like that they gave Ben a redemptive arc. But that also feels very much in line of, like, Skywalkers. Either they're good to the end or they're bad, and then they're good at the end. That feels mm.
1: like that's what happens with them. They could have really reverse vader that and have him fall in the water and drown, and then he has to have a respirator. Like, or something. put on that him would where like, he can yeah. only breathe. Bring- well, the back, right? Yeah.
4: yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, i was saying. Jar Jar Do you, you want to know my thought on that scene? I was rewriting the movie while I was watching it. And I kind of mentioned this earlier. So she does take him down he drags himself back into the chamber and he goes into the antechamber where she had her vision and he's in there and then he has his Han Solo vision and he realizes he has to get his ass up f- patch himself up and don't be a wuss about it and come back and help save the day yeah. it so, would have been amazing
2: I think uh actually for me too the other uh the other thing that I thought with at least that scene and then the scene where Ray returns to octu was that instead of, and this is, again, me just trying to rewrite the movie, but I thought it would have been more powerful had, because we hear a voice say, hey, kid, and I'm like, Luke's actually going to reach out to Ben instead of it being Harrison Ford. I was fine with it when it turned around and it was a memory of Han that's talking to him, but like, wouldn't it have been more interesting if it had been Luke that comes to Ben and then, you know, if you've got to include Harrison Ford, you have Ray have a vision of Han or something like I think that would have been more interesting than to see. It would have the closed
0: the loop that was set up with The Last Jedi of them having him having doubts about see you around kid. Yeah, like he, he still yeah. believes
4: in him after all well, this because time. there was
0: the bit that, that Luke had doubt about. Ben, yeah, I know. And I think I him know. being like, oh, OK, now now that you've walked this journey. Like I, you know, like I think that would have been way more interesting than like but Harrison, it's see, the Harrison, Uncle Iroh and Avatar yeah.
4: thing. Like he has to kind of have to prove himself to the person who's actually secretly but was on his side the whole time. Yeah. But he didn't realize it. I,
1: I get that, but I, I liked. I like the Harrison Ford bitches because I think it ties the family thing together. I yeah. didn't dislike it, no, I, just I just thought it would have been a cooler thing yeah,
2: to have no. actually been Luke I just wanted out it
4: in that little side room because it would have made more sense if like he shows up the at the all. Like, yeah. Like the Jedi the force Jedi the force, Dream Room. The Force Dream Room. You guys but can, then you could have called it that. It would have been a whole new thing a, to talk about later well, on. There's these Jedi black Dream Room posters.
0: Rooms. <laughs> yeah. Um it's yeah, it's Jeff's a Starship from the holiday special. That's what it is. No, um, yeah. <laughs> he can you can be heart there it's heart yeah. there yeah Harvey <laughs> Corman's there with six arms oh, you know um, so other things i think that were jj takebacks is um uh, rin um, bringing ray back to life at the end it was thematic but it's like they they it's like you know that felt a little like he just had him expire and she would have been okay like I just and then them becoming like a thing at the end I felt was kind of weird but whatever
1: uh, I don't think that was weird I mean man they had like such a like yeah the only two
4: people that could understand except that she's his aunt other than that it's cool
1: yeah right I mean again that's some uh, oh, oh, stuff going on Jesus
0: yeah 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 <laughs> uh, and then Luke's like, they were being like reforged without any <laughs> comment about it it was like when Leia's like he would have wanted you to have this and she's like I can't have it and then wait, yeah didn't it blow up and in- they got torn in half yeah, like that's i
2: two thought pieces at the end of the so i movie. honestly i feel like the reason they did that was simply because they had footage of kara fisher with that lightsaber yeah, they probably could the have trailer. changed it out digitally. They,
0: they didn't have footage with her own lightsaber steve
2: no they well <laughs> <laughs> that would have been... <laughs> how, so so,
0: how do you feel about the dr whoian of uh, everybody having their own lightsaber like i think that's okay but the introduction of her own lightsaber and like the third act Felt a little weird.
4: In the middle of a what? dead quiet movie, I said, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I was I knew where he as soon as he goes, I I literally my son was like, Dad, I was like, I'm sorry. Like it just came out of me. I was like, Are they they're just doing Everything they're just like, here's all the things you've ever wanted on your plate, eat it, eat it. And I was
2: just like, I'm not ready to eat all this. I will say that, uh, like you know, the things that were supposed to emotionally get me didn't, but the one thing that caught me off guard emotionally was seeing Luke and Leia training, and not even the fact that they take their helmets off, but like just the fact that, like, this idea that we got to would have seen like Luke training Leia. I'm like, oh, I would have loved more of this, but yeah.
0: but it's weird that Luke's face looked okay, but her face looked weird. Did you notice that? Yeah, I thought that too. I actually thought
2: that it looked like Billy. I thought it was her daughter. Uh, oh well, maybe and uh, they may have you know used her and put her deep, face on it. Deep but
1: fakes can either go really well fakes. or really bad. It, it's both Nick Cage. It's Nick Cage versus <laughs> Nick Cage. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. uh, just a random question, nothing to do with this. But if I was watching the Star Wars movies chronologically, wouldn't Corvette Summer come between Episode Four and Episode Five? Isn't yes. that like I should watch that to find oh, out yes. what happened S- to murders. Luke's S- face? Like, is S- <laughs> that,
1: like, sorry. Anyway, he get, he did he get. The, I thought he got that offset. I didn't think he got he got hurt movie. on
0: Corvette Summer, and so they had to cover I that up. little Actually.
2: They had a separate accident. It yeah, was that, yeah, while it was he was, was filming act. it, but I don't think it was during I don't think the it was movie. in the movie. I'm not, I'm just, yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. I know the production
0: yeah. corvette summer. Anyway, so um, let's see what else do I have here. Uh, so I mentioned Burning Man, you know, whatever that was. Uh, and I don't have to go through all these questions, but this is the stuff that occurs to me. Uh, like, was Lando appropriate and handled well? Like, uh, Actually, yeah. And yeah. it made me
2: realize how much I missed him in the other I two movies. I thought so, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
4: When he, that was the first <laughs> moment I choked up was when poe was at leia's grave and you hear him talk i literally i felt like somebody put electricity through my entire body and i was just like "Uh, i didn't know i needed this
2: (laughs) (laughs) well i'll say too um you know i think that uh reading like fan encounters with him he's he seems almost, and I don't want to say like that he's mentally not all there, but like I was worried about that, that like maybe he's... Because I guess he's also in a lot of physical pain, so oh. that might be part of it. So I was kind of worried about how he was going to play land. I saw here. him on
4: stage at uh, Celebration 2 in Indianapolis for Attack of the Clones, and people would ask him questions, and he would give an answer that not quite... like You could tell he was already kind of struggling with... Like, he's just one, I think he might be one of those guys that's just doing his own thing, be bopping in his brain, but like, I could tell, you could tell even back then that he was already starting to like, somebody asked him a simple question and he would like laugh and you'd be like. I don't know why that's I mean, funny.
0: Well cuz like okay, not that we need to get into this, but I know um so the, the the quarterback for the Bears in the 85 was Jim McMahon, was his name? I think it was Jimmy Mack. He got hit We're so many do times. I Shuffle. I'll now, mention, aren't the, we? Reason, the reason I mentioned this is because they did a big 30 for 30 about the Bears and he has to like wear sunglasses and stuff because of like so much shit that happened to his head that it like a lot of it hurts, but they talk about like how he has like early like he got like like dementia, like symptoms early in his life that he's doing better. But the thing is, like they give him puzzles every day; they keep him like mentally. So he's getting like better, but he'll never be hundred percent. Right. I don't know if that's something that happened with what is he, yeah, with him. Where something though? Yeah, like, I, mean, yeah I don't know not, if it's. I don't I mean I don't think it's CTE, but I'm just saying like what, maybe maybe they diagnosed something, and there's like you know like something that maybe he's doing better now. But I, yeah, I, and I don't know.
2: mean to cast aspersions. I've just from reading like accounts like that I've read from other fans. uh with him at conventions. I'm like, I don't know how he's doing like physically and mentally. Yeah. It's just, it's just great though. Yeah. It's
0: a weird movie in the sense that you have them extending a, a character who physically has passed away with additional scenes and alternate takes, and then you actually have an actor who's alive, who's playing somebody that's dead in the sense of Harrison Ford. Like it's everything's so flip flopped. And then yeah. you have Billy Dee Williams, who we, you know, we mentioned it's like, there's, it's just, it is just a weird thing of like how they're trying to stitch us all together. But I didn't mind it. I did like that. They gave him the one, the one opportunity to shoot somebody in the head with the crossbow. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was yeah. like, yeah, but um yeah, he also got to say that I got a bad feeling about this. So that was yeah. great to get that wedged into Star Wars. So wedge was in Star Wars as wedge well. Was <laughs> Wars. Was wedge, yeah, yeah. Wedge That's was true. It. He was not that, right? I yeah. did pop a little bit for wedge. Yeah,
1: I yeah.
4: thought there was going to be more in. Uh, I thought they were going to go full out with the in-flight shots of like. Like uh, they had uh, what, about the ghost from Rebels, and Rubble's, I thought they were just yeah. going to show all the characters. I was and expecting real to see versions. Firefly.
0: I was expecting to see the Firefly ship yeah. show up because the look, Enterprise yeah. is in the background. I <laughs> wish we would have gotten what, what some they... live action
1: characters from the cartoons. What I if mean, there would have been a been perfect another tennis place showing up in yeah. the
0: background? Like, one, wasn't there a tennis shoe in one of the uh, original films mm-hmm. in the background, As flying by? One, one
4: of the asteroids is. Yeah. it's really big too. When you learn, I forget where it is, but when you see it the first time, I somebody showed it to me. I was like, oh my god, it's very. So would it be great
0: to see like a high top just go the whole like. <laughs> and like a Borg cube or something because I know and, and uh, what was it um, Star Trek First Contact when they're having the attack on the Borg cube yeah. the Millennium Falcon's in there in the background like one of the ships that's firing on what? it.
2: Yeah. I think it, they should have thrown the RV from Spaceballs
1: yeah, I was there. just thinking was, that. I was just thinking <laughs> that. Was yeah they could have used that as a, like, a lot of good excuses but it, to sneak stuff but
0: in. But when they were sneaking all that in it, it, it make the Firefly reference but uh, Joe does that not remind you of that bit whenever in Serenity in the film whenever that ship shows up against like the Alliance and then all of a sudden all the Ravager ships show up like Behind them, that I got that vibe of like, oh, now they're all here. Like I thought that was, I maybe maybe I'm off base. Yeah, with a little that. bit, but yeah. like when you know, we have
2: seen Serenity.
1: When they've, have you? I don't know. I don't know if you're familiar. Joe is the. I, you really? Yeah, you should have seen it. Br- I'm br- br- not gonna- brief
0: aside: when when Joe was working at Blockbuster and I was not yet, I was a Padawan in training. Um, I walked in <laughs> and I was starting to rent Firefly. This was one of the first conversations you and I ever had, where you're like, I, w- I think I went to go rent Serenity, and you're yeah. like, you're like, did you watch Firefly? And I'm like, yeah. And you're like, okay, good. Like I think you have accepted me as a Person of worth at that point. Yeah,
1: well, because I watched because I watched Serenity first because this was a couple years prior because I hadn't watched Firefly before Serenity and I watched it and then like I was like, damn, this is so good and then I went back. And halfway through watching Serenity, I was like, sons of bitches killed Wash. I was like, so it would have carried so much more weight. Yeah. Alan if, Tudyk just keeps dying uh, in sci-fi. So
0: you know, I, love Alan Tudyk. I just
2: like to say that I also love Firefly. And and I, didn't, I don't know.
0: We've never had right this talk. So
4: Jeff, have you watched? have watch, watch, seen Firefly. I never saw Serenity. Oh, really? Oh, no, I just ruined it for I, you. It yeah. was yeah. the same I'm oh, sorry, Wash died. I know, died. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that yeah.
0: Alan Tudyk, like sometimes during like conventions, people ask about stuff and he's like, yeah, my script was like 30 pages shorter than everybody else's. He's like, what happened? Um anyway um, alright uh, how did you guys feel about Carrie Fisher like how they kept kind of
1: like squeezing her in in terms of alternate I, takes and everything I felt like it was they were just trying to work with what they could I didn't like some of the was,
0: conversations felt really weirdly framed
1: though Yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. it did like it, I, it was enough for me to notice that I'm like other than knowing the fact that you know she's passed that, that they were trying to fit it in to break the story work and she's not really there You know, it was weird. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was just a little weird. It was a lot of weirdness. Because there were certain there were certain things she would say in dialogue. And I'm like, it would be like one line or like one sentence. And then it would spin back around and cut to other people. And then it would cut to like a a shot of her shoulder. And I'm like, I get you have to do it this way. But it's kind of like. She was yeah. shemping. I think yeah. the you, only <laughs> yeah, you could have put Bruce Campbell on drag,
0: and I've been like, that's Leia. It's fine. No, um, it feels like when they did the remix of uh, uh, Rest of Development season four, when they mixed everything back to like in like yeah. a coherent storyline. Just some of the edits in
1: that, you're like, yeah, these
0: these actors are not in the same room. Because like,
1: when she when she had the, I guess when she died or was about to die, and and like she just drops the headset, and they kind of like shuffle her off. I'm like. What, I was kind of like, what? I kind of knew what was going on, but I'm like, this isn't really conveyed that well. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah, I just I the only thing that I can say that I liked about it, uh, in the sense, well, not the only thing, but I did like the fact that she was working with Ray on her training. I liked that idea. Uh, I wish yeah, that, that, that yeah, wasn't uh, bad. I didn't mind that. Um, but yeah, it's I, again one
4: of those things like, what do you do? Do you yeah. s- either start with the funeral, but you can't like have her like, oh, we're all gonna fly, and then boom, her ship blows up because that feels like. Now it just feels weird (laughs) because she's. You know what I mean? Like it feels there's no real good way outside of doing it that way. Or they almost gave her a poochie type ending where it's like I must go now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, literally, Maz. They cut away to another character who's like I'm. Like there were so many people that were like walking in the background. They're like. Oh no, I don't know what to do. It's okay. We're gonna leave in five minutes, and it's, uh, the ship is over there. We're gonna go over here. Okay, okay, bye. We, yeah, got, right. we figured it out with this other droid when you guys weren't looking. It's Like everything was explained by some guy walking by in the background. <laughs> right. And, like Moz is like, don't worry. She's talking to a robot. She's like, don't worry. I'm gonna explain all of this right now to the people at home who um, don't care about any of this. Like
0: Ma- Maz is one of those characters that set up to be something interesting in the first film. Yeah. And then I, I, you know, as much as like I know, I feel like we're all like we're all in different spots of the Last Jedi, and I, I feel like maybe I'm the defender of it because it no I'd I love it I, I just the, the movie broke the game board but kept all the pieces in place in a weird way I don't know but I feel like Moz was kind of shuffled off where I love the whole bit of her having like a trade dispute she's yeah, just like, like a rocket dispute. pack and shooting things it's like but in this movie it's like like so she didn't get much to do and I I also I know she loves chewie because she referred to him as her boyfriend in the first like in seven and I was really really hoping that whenever like we' like oh yeah everybody's great right I was hoping for her to be like come here chewie and then I wanted her to kiss him. Like, that's what I wanted because, like, it's her boyfriend. She's like, but she has him a goddamn medal. I'm like, that pissed me off. I don't know if everybody else was like. like Dude, I
1: lost my shit in the theater when she handed him that (sighs) medal. It made me so Up or down, good or bad, you mean? No, up. Like, I was watching that scene. No. Like, Like, the whole thing was, like, swelling and they're doing the music and I'm just sitting there. And then, like, she's like, here, Chewy, this is for you. And, like. I like had to like stop and cover my mouth because I was like a grown man surrounded by people in a movie theater, and I'm just like I got so emotional that Chewbacca got that medal. Yeah, I was prob- even- I was
0: chewing through my lip a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> even
1: though, even though, like I know he got it in like like ninety something with a MTV Movie Awards or something. Oh, they gave him a lifetime. Would not have been great now? if they <laughs> cut, cut that footage together <laughs> it where it's cannon. like, hey,
0: we everybody, we 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 beat the bad guys. It's like a Chewie's here at the MTV Music Awards. <laughs> but is that Michael Jackson? It was Isn't just Billy kind Ellis?
1: like on top of everything, <laughs> like. That he had been through, because you know, like Han died, and then like Leia dies, and right. you, know, you just see Chewie going through all this loss, and then it's like something good kind of finally happened for him. Well, yeah. I,
0: I I did like that, like. So whatever you know, Leia passes. Um, he's the one that's like on his knees, like crying out. That I felt yeah. that was yeah. good, yeah. but him getting a medal, I was like, really? Like, I thought It would have been cool metal. if it's... it
4: was like like Leia had it and maybe like gave it to him with like one of Han's jackets or something yeah, just to kind I of guess. smooth just, out the oh, fan God. service. No, man, but in man, the movie, man. at the time, I, I, I was just so like <laughs> into all of the things like that. I just didn't. I was so halfway through the movie. I was like, I'm just again. Like everything else, man. I just let it wash me. You just do I, what you want to do. Halfway through the movie, I'm just gonna enjoy it, man. I just
0: put my brain in neutral. I was like, yeah. I'm gonna be frustrated, and there's bits. When there's gonna be bits I like, and there's gonna be bits I don't like. But when I got to that, I was like, what is going on? Yeah, uh, that just that... caught me
4: off guard,
1: honestly. Because I,
4: was <laughs> my like... daughter almost like jumped through the ceiling, and well, because like, I... like Chewie was like her dude, and yeah. Peter was her dude, and like she almost like. Left the 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 building like she you know, jumped so high in the air. Was there an acknowledgement for him?
2: I didn't notice. Was there? Because like the end of,
4: I was trying to wipe away tears, so I didn't see the first five minutes of the credits. Oh, I, yeah, I, I walked I mean... out. I was done.
0: I didn't. I didn't expect like a secret scene at the because end. I didn't expect like a. Sam I'm Jackson sure shows up to lando like, ends like Thanos
2: with, at the end. You know a dedication. They didn't to right? didn't did they? I don't. I'm pretty I sure. I don't, think, I, I don't think they did anything. Not in credits. I'm just saying that, oh. like, I think Last Jedi was dedicated to Carrie Fisher at yeah. the end of the credits. Oh. Uh, or at the beginning of the credits. I was wondering if, like, there was a dedication to Peter Mayhew, because like, he would have been the other big character, mm. person who... Yeah, I
0: didn't had, like that also Daisy Ridley got, like, fourth billing in the credits for um star wars like for this film it's like yeah I, like i get you put carrie fisher first that makes sense i feel like she should have been second because i feel like who, who was, was ahead it? of her
1: uh there was like two mark, other people i thought mark hamill was yeah and it's uh, like and i even think they even put a... um
0: freaking um uh adam driver in front of her yeah. oh and it's like i just you know which i mean he's like he's a co-star in this no doubt but it's her movie though. Yeah, it's her I movie mean,
1: she crushes so hard in the second I, you movie. know what yeah like, i'll i'll say this like like I liked Ray a lot, but it's, like, the first two movies, I was like, you got to give me more substance to this character. And I feel like they finally deliver that on, on this this movie. Like, I felt like... And maybe it was because they kind of cleared up all the mystique, you know, with right. her being Palpatine's granddaughter. But it just, you know, and it also kind of, like, showed her maybe, like, kind of struggling a little bit more than she has. Because mm-hmm. up until then, it, was, it wasn't like you know you know always comparing apples to oranges with luke training ray and yoda training luke but luke was like super frustrated i guess in a different way other than like what ray was frustrated with with
4: well ray was looking for like so luke knew he was he
1: didn't know what to expect he didn't
4: know he was part of anything but he was part of a team he was like he's he was the hero of the universe at that point he was the head of rogue squadron like you know what i mean like he had a life and then so like he was expecting to become a superhero where she was just looking for a family, like, which is a different story. And, and that's the thing that I think that people forget about these movies in general is that they're, when people go, oh, they're for kids, I don't think that's an, people take that as, oh, a, but I can enjoy it. But it's like, no, no. But the idea is you're supposed to watch this movie and go, Okay, you can even if you're not part of something big, you can still make something of yourself. If you, yeah, if you do the right thing, even if things go wrong, you can eventually prevail. Like that's what's really important about the whole thing. Not any, it's not like people go, it's for kids. They go, they think it's because it's like they think Jar Jar, like oh, it's for kids, like because it's dumb. But I'm like, no, no, it's it's for kids. The the, the story the, the morality of it is supposed to be something that a kid could watch and go, oh, I get it, and learn something whereas adults we should supposedly have already learned it which based on the fandom proves they, they don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know shit <laughs> you know what i mean
0: all right so I, I think that ties into my frustration with having her have to be an actual palpatine i just figure like you know I'd all, i would i i would view palpatine as more of an opportunist where it's like oh she has great power and i feel like kylo has a weakness in him that he still is compassionate i could probably take her because she doesn't have a family and All I can right. give her the thing that she wanted. I feel that's stronger beat, but whatever. Um so but the whole thing of like here's your dark here's your dark past. So in that in that effort I want to reveal to you guys I wrote I found out some dark secrets about your guys's past that will shape your future. I don't know if you know this. So I'll start with um I'll start with you Steve. All right. This is something you did not know about the your your Steve Wayfinder. Yeah, the Steve Wayfinder. <laughs> your work on the science slasher has uh, been controlled from beyond the grave this entire time. Is that
2: why issue two's not out yet? Yeah, that's right. No, no. <laughs> the, the,
0: the strings have been pulled by Bill Keane. Uh, <laughs> He's been grooming you to take over the most destructive comic force in the universe.
2: Family circus? Yes.
0: So you will ascend that throne and write jokes that aren't funny. Uh,
2: I can do that. (laughs) You you
1: know that the guy that writes Marmaduke is kind of like above him in in evil power.
0: (laughs) All right, Joe. So here's, here, yeah. You've always known that you were meant to to rule. I know that. Looking at your cog shirt. Um, But have always denied your own nature. You keep saying that you were truly for the Horde. (laughs) You keep saying, you know that, but you know that you were meant to be the leader of the gnomes. Uh, This is a World of Warcraft joke, guys. Um, uh, you'll be known as the tallest gnome that has ever lived, and you'll lead them and the alliance. Yeah, of course, man. That's your dark secret—that I mean, you secretly are a gnome I and the would alliance.
1: Totally lead the gnomes because I'm taller; like they can't reach me. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I yeah.
0: just—I thought that would dig a little bit more because I was making an alliance comment, and the gnomes are the worst race. It um, makes me sound racist about gnomes. <laughs> it does. <laughs> like, in World of Warcraft, gnomes are kind of useless. I don't no, know, no, even, I'd, you know. I'd have to
1: put the humans right there. And
0: it's love. been like three years since I can make a World of Warcraft joke on the show that anybody gets. So I appreciate like, that. So <laughs> like, right. why would I play a
1: human in a fantasy setting game it's like, like, what do i do in real life I, I like
0: that that one of the other races now is like other humans but they're fatter like
1: like there's, there's a race called I, the
0: Colt-Tyrans and it's like oh they're they're dad bods okay, yeah they're, I'm, I'm, they're I'm just like, so tones. they
1: could have given them like hoot. some different color skin Yeah, or no, like, no they're just would, no they're dad like, bods like like a, then, yeah. anyway so
0: so jeff okay um here's your dark secret you don't know but your true your true bloodline So your parents aren't your parents. I just, I just, they left you on a desert planet, AKA Cleveland, which is a job desert. Um, Your real father was Thomas Kincaid. (laughs) I'm glad that you got it. (laughs) You must succumb to his will and paint nothing but shitty Christmas scenes. You will make a fortune, but your soul will be lost.
2: That's the fortune part. You me. guys so are the Tom, Thomas. Kincaid. I guess I am. The yes, side. the painter of light. I believe is <laughs> yes. Thomas Kincaid. It's yeah. all like, he did
0: all, like all it's the like little some... Christmas <laughs> village
1: shit and everything. Yeah. Just like... imagine like some needful things paintbrush. Like yeah. every time he uses <laughs> it, and it's like this beautiful <laughs> <laughs> landscape. But part of his soul is moving into the painting. It's wow.
4: like... I'm having trouble now because I thought I was part of the Dreamsicle Dynasty. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> See, I've... I just want another level. There.
1: I just figured you'd appreciate the
0: Thomas Kincaid joke because like the guy made his money, and he he he, he was competent. But it's like everybody, like every person that. doesn't... Doesn't have a personality, has a twelve month Kincaid calendar. It's just like, you know, like um, yeah. It's like the Kincaid calendars are like what was it, the what is it? The Hallmark channel. That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> but have you guys seen the people that take those paintings and then add Star Wars stuff in them? Like sometimes no, you'll no. see like a, like an AT AT in the background or whatever. Like oh, it's like make every picture yeah. better. Oh yeah, for sure. So I just figured you guys I don't know if this will Surprise. fuck your future and your destiny, but you guys need to know <laughs> these those are your secrets. Um so all right, uh, other things I have here. Um so and characters that were introduced in this new, the new movie. Uh, so how wonderful and fleshed out and important are Zora bliss and Jana which you guys be like, that was her name. Like, how, how worthy were they additions to the series?
4: Zora Bliss had the problem of having a really cool outfit, but showing up and she felt like she was knew she was wearing an outfit. Like, where, when Boba Fett walked well, in, he was like, these are my pants. This well, is my shirt. This I is actually, what I wear.
1: I actually read that Carrie uh, Russell would not take, take that the helmet, helmet off, off yeah. on set. I respect so, that. Yeah, I, I could see how that came across, because she was jazzed to be in I don't
0: have a problem with her playing the character. Yeah. It just felt like Nebula that went to a Daft Punk concert
4: once.
1: Yeah. It well, just felt weird I that liked- they came
4: into a world with snow and everybody's wearing jackets, or like I don't know, she I don't know like that, she- Or they just bumped into each other too quickly? I don't know. There was something about it that threw me off because I was so like, because I was so curious what this person was going to be based yeah. on all the. Previews yeah. and it's
2: stuff. just weird to introduce a new character halfway through your movie that's supposed to wrap up eight others. Like that's because yeah. you can't. There's not much you can do with that character. Well, I think uh, like Admiral Akbar, dude. Yeah,
1: he was a third parter Yeah, he kind of snuck in there, and he he's got he's pretty famous. But I liked Zora Bliss. I thought like. Having Poe's background get start start to get flushed out a little bit, especially considering Poe was going to be an afterthought character, and they were originally yeah, he was supposed to die in the, the he was, yeah, yeah, he was supposed to not make it through the first movie, and you know they end up kind of kind of turn kind of almost kind of turning him into that Han Solo character because you know it's like oh you're a spice smuggler it's like. Well, it sounds very Han Solo like, right. you know. You have that same brash attitude where I'm just going to disobey Leo you know. So the "Can
4: I he, kiss you?" joke worked really, no,
1: really no. Well. Oscar yeah. Isaac was great, and the whole it, bit at the end where he's like, he was like now, good, now? Think, like, Yeah, it's a, that was really his
0: funny. charisma is so good. No. It's just that when you talk about him becoming like the Han Solo. That's true, but it's like, did they have to give him the same like smuggler background? That felt like they're wedging him in there, and then
1: I feel the like bit, they, they probably didn't want to make it that complicated.
0: I mean, I guess, but it's like they took three movies to give him a story. Like, except for the, in the Last Jedi, he defied orders and got kind of smacked down for it, and that's a little different. Where it's like he made a, he made a decision, it was the wrong one, and then someone wrote in a review that every decision the heroes makes in this is the right decision every time. That feels like, that's like, we're going to do this. And it's like, that's going to work out. Like, I feel like there was no, like, maybe we're wrong, which even for like a second at the end, whenever they're in like, you know, Nevada with all the star destroyers and it's like, we're going to send the signal out this time, which by the way, Steve, not to get into like, um, Ryan Johnson versus JJ Abrams, they literally say, well, at the end of the battle of, uh, you know, salt world, no one showed up. And it's like, what's your plan this time?
1: We're gonna get everybody to show up. Yeah, like, my my, like, my wife like... My wife actually made that point. She's like, Didn't they call out for help in the last movie and no one showed up? I'm like she's like, So what was different this time? I'm like, oh, You the got last you had boomer. Billy D. Williams asking. Uh, yeah, yeah. he was like, like hey. hey everybody. He's like, I got I got a lot of Colt forty fives on the Falcon for you. And they just Oh yeah, call forty five. Oh he's wearing a cape. Malt the no guy with the cape. They I...
2: didn't tell him it was a battle, it was just a giant party going yeah. yeah, to go yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: malt liquor. <laughs> yeah, so um, I just,
2: yeah I like Zora Bliss though. I thought well, so no, I didn't have too. a problem with her character. I just meant that, like introducing a character in the middle of your giant epic, you know, is you're not going to be able to develop that character very much, and that Particularly- was frustrating
0: because they give her the little like the pass coin. It's like, I like how it's like oh you stole a badge from somebody it's like and then you go on your ship and you just take that badge you put it in like a quarter into like an arcade machine and then suddenly you're allowed to
2: land on a star destroyer without well, any vetting it's like it's the same thing like you've also got a character who was established as pretty big in the second movie the character Rose who's barely present yeah thank lives. you I meant hold to write on. about that yeah, hold on man. yeah
1: I just I just we talked about it. I rewatched the Last Jedi did she not die at the end of that movie no no, no. all I remember was, was rubbing her head and. Man. But well, there was like weird. this, this, this weak ass peck kiss that they had, and then she's like, oh, "and I'm like, she's dead." She's dead. Well, in I mean, the cockpit be fair, I'd pass off John Boyega
0: kissed me too. Like, <laughs> no, that was a weak. That was a
1: super weak kiss.
0: Yeah, like, that's fair. Fair enough. Yeah. But it, I'm, I'm just no, saying she like, got sidelined hard in this movie. But, that was frustrating. Yeah.
1: But no, like I literally just watched this like yesterday, and I'm like, they really implied she died
2: in that cockpit. See, after I never she thought him. that they implied she died. Because he that.
4: drags her back and he's like med kit, and then she's on the Falcon getting medicine. Uh, he's like okay. rubbing her head, and that's how Ray sees. See. her. Yeah. Ray kind of comes back and feels lost because like all her friends have new friends. Yeah,
0: but I like. At the end of the last Jedi, it's like you, you Poe's like, "My name's Poe." She's like, uh, "She's like, oh hi." It was like the whole thing. Like, that's right. They literally never met each other up yeah, until this yeah. point. Well,
1: no. like Did to that up? too, with Rose getting sidelined. I mean, they they hooked him up with uh the stormtrooper gal what was yeah, her name jonna jonna yeah, yeah like I'm, they, not, I, I'm surprised rose wasn't kind of mean mugging her like at the last third act because like she was in the third act yeah she's like i rode a horse with you with a cat head yeah right oh you got a new girlfriend go ride horses yeah, 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 see yeah. That. oh you guys are oh, both oh, stormtroopers? who taught you how to ride a weird horse It me. Right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> i feel like Just,
4: they gave all her lines to the hobbit dude what's uh, his name uh who Mary oh, the little little dude.
1: Um, what? No, no, no not. Bob. Oh, you mean we oh, not talked about Babu
4: Frick? Babu being freaking amazing. Um, like I, I saw like Babu when Frick. I saw Babu Frick,
1: yeah. like the in the the pictures and stuff online. I was like, come on. And then like after like like three interactions, I was like, this guy's awesome. <laughs> like, <I was laughs> when like, he shows up at the end in the cockpit, like, I think
4: everybody hey. in a row almost like everybody left uh, their it. ceiling like, again. Yeah. Like it was just like
1: ah. <gasps> hey, hey. And then so. C three PO, he's like my <laughs> oldest friend.
2: Sorry, Steve, you're gonna make a point. Uh, if I was, I forgot it.
0: No, you're talking about like we're talking about like the the rose being Characters. sidelined. Oh yeah. Well,
2: yeah, no, I just you know I don't understand why she wasn't part of the adventure. I I know she has a line where she's like, well, General Leia really wants me to do something important here. Yeah. I have to go.
0: I have to go work on this fridge and stay in it through the whole movie. Yeah, is
2: what I had to do. <laughs> no, it's because like
0: she actually has one of the the most important lines in the Last Jedi, which is you don't we don't fight for what we hate or what we don't, yeah, we we don't fight, fight against what we, we hate. hate. We, we fight, fight for what we, what we love. But yeah. I feel like, I feel like that's not the lesson this film took. Like, cause it feels like, I don't know. It just like, as much as you say that they didn't like shit on the last Jedi, there's literally a point where Luke says to Ray, I made a mistake. And it's like yeah. I get that it's it's from a point. I was going I actually wrote my notes here. I said, um, what did I say?" Well, here? yeah,
1: even even when she throws, you said like we talked about this a little bit when he when she throws the lightsaber That's at the, the fire and he catches it, and I'm like. That's completely the opposite of what happened. Another that's movie the one, ago, yeah. You that's know. the
2: one thing that I feel like is him taking a jab at the last shot and being like, "I'm going to give this what it should have well, been." But yeah, yeah. I took that like if you want to go inside
4: the movie, like, yeah, kind of that's the trick of watching these movies. You have to like watch it for what it is and not like let that come in with you You'll go like that seems like a Luke Skywalker making a joke of like what an ass I was that last. Oh time. no, no, he no threw I a did, lightsaber I did at me. And that's how
2: I took it. The other thing too is is that. Luke actually says the Leia's last line from the the Last Jedi to her when she she doesn't know how she can go on and he's like you have everything you need which is Leia's last line to Rey at the end of Last Jedi okay. so I didn't feel like it was a oh, we're taking away Luke's, you know, assholishness from The Last Jedi. I think it's just him reinstating the idea that, like, you have what you need to go do what you need to <laughs> well,
0: do. Well, just the notion, so I actually wrote my notes here. I was like, literally, I said, uh, uh, Luke's redemption, and I put it in air quotes, Steve, your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, when he, like, when the lightsaber goes flying, he grabs it, and he was like, that's not how I treat this. I'm like, I get that it's a joke, and it's him yeah. being like, I know what I did, but it, 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 I, it almost feels like the hand being reached out to the audience and being like, oh, no, you guys bad. didn't like that? Yeah. Oh, you know. Yeah, cause and I know you have a problem with way. In The Last Jedi
2: where he just takes it and just like flippantly dismisses well, it. Well, because it sounds like it should have like a Benny Hill like thump right after it. Like, it is the way just, that just, it,
4: ironically, it is the way that they do it more than the, th- the fact that he did it is a weird thing in The, in the Last Jedi. Like, if he'd just been like, if he'd just, if dropped, he just it? dropped it, yeah. or like, it's yeah. very, it literally even goes.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they added the sound effect. He, he opens
0: the bomb takes the batteries out he's like these are useful and just throws the rest away yeah, yeah i
1: think dropping something is dismissive versus going screw yeah this. yeah it seems silly I,
0: I just think that it, ryan johnson's mo is to be like these are things he loves but like he just finds ways to take them in different directions which i okay so i'll say that i ended up watching knives out like two days before i watched oh. um the last jedi again and just seeing like two back-to-back Ryan Johnson films. By the way, Knives Out is awesome. It's so much fun. But it does the thing where it's a murder mystery, but then like it keeps taking the piss out of the formula over and over and over again. And then doing so, it leaves you like unsteady. And even at the end, it does become like a who-done it, but not in the ways that you think. It's like he's he's like playing like fourth dimensional chess the entire time. And I feel like he brought that to Star Wars, and then everybody in the, the boardroom was like, this is great. And then the fans are like, What? Like I feel like he, you know, he always finds like a deeper meaning, but is able to keep the pieces that you know from the genres that you love and keep them in play. So, but he's Mar- somebody
4: that he can explain why he does things where other people go, "Cause it was cool," or yeah. I, "I, I don't, well, we're going to do this one thing, so we just kind of change it a little." Where he's just like, "This is why I did this." End of story. Like he, there's no doubt, you know.
2: Yeah, so I, it, it, yeah. I actually didn't think you know if you're asking like did I think that was Luke's redemption? I didn't. Like, Luke doesn't need redeeming from the Last Jedi. Like, okay, that's his arc. The only thing that I ever had a problem with Luke, obviously, and we've I belabored this point many times, is just the fact that he contemplates killing Ben in his sleep. That's it. That's the only yeah. issue that I ever really I, had with Luke. I think that's a weird thing too.
0: So all right, uh, I'll mention the Knights of Ren. Okay. That's that's not a question. Everybody a wanted everybody to wanted back.
1: something with them because I mean, ever since we, the vision and the rain, yeah. Didn't it, they have lightsabers in the rain? Though? I don't know. No, no they didn't. Okay, because no. I know they didn't have lightsabers. Like, like I
0: feel like like the Black Order and like the Avengers films, like they didn't have like much, but at least you got like like a sense of them, and they had a couple lines. Well, that's what like,
4: the, like the one Stormtroopers like goons, which I was like, they had like the ship that was literally had like smoke like <laughs> like, like like they were like burning, they were <laughs> yeah. coal rolling like a bunch of like horrible people. Yeah, they're, they're and like um and then like I felt like yeah they're just sort of they kind of threw it away it's like they're just like his goon squad like his like the guys are like yeah man you're the best buddy you're right, the best yeah. yeah go beat that guy up over there Like, but right. they, they're like all but the way they were like sneaking around the <laughs> desert planet <laughs> they're just like <laughs> <laughs> they're like peeking out like <laughs> oh. like it was so strange because when, when he
0: finally faces off against them at the end and I thought that there was actually a nice fun almost Harrison Ford moment of like when he pulls the lightsaber out from behind him because of the the force power of passing things back and forth which was hinted at
1: in the second movie I know I'm still Still not a fan of that.
0: I mean but, but there was that sequence though of them fighting on um the you know the one planet of kimchi that's not the name of the planet. Yeah, where and she on, hit on the, the, yeah.
1: the the basket and, and the I was out. like
0: the way like I I have problems with the film and I don't know if I necessarily agree with the arc of it but that was a cool looking scene. It was amazing. How it kept going like around and around and, he and around. he didn't know where yeah. she was until
1: something I until really they until they hit the painter helmet. like oh. I would have yeah. been fine with that if it wasn't for the physical like teleportation across the galaxy of things. Like yeah. if it was all the force projection and then, like after it broke, it was like things were destroyed around them from just like the the force physically affecting yeah. things. But it's like if you're going to pull the beads out of the basket there, and then the lightsaber is going to teleport. Well, he to grabbed you, the he grabbed the, he necklace, grabbed the off necklace off her. It's like it
0: was at least established early on that you yeah. could get that. Because if it had that come out like out of nowhere, I'd have been like, that's bullshit.
2: But well, in Last Jedi, he's got rain on his hand. hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah I, it's kind of set like up that, a little bit. I don't like that force power,
0: but. That's just I, me. <laughs> Sorry. but but I like that he gets the lightsaber and like he just kind of has like a shrug of like yep that's what's going to happen right now that felt so <laughs> Harrison and, and there's forward. a moment like, where
4: he takes a beat and he's bent over and he kind of has that like and then he goes goes right back into it and you're like that guy is charming uh, as hell when he jumps on the uh, he hits that
1: chain chain, he's He's like like, oh "Oh, that is totally an Indiana Jones right there yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I
0: I, I really honestly thought that the film after all the things that it catered to like what you thought was going to happen did that the the, the title Rise of Skywalker was like I was like oh shit this is going to be Ren's story Mm -hmm. and I was like cool and it's like oh well he's dead like and then it's like then then Ray takes the mantle, which I know it's an interesting idea, but I was like, wouldn't that have been great after JJ gives everybody everything they want that the subversion is, it's actually Kylo Ren like having to live with the knowledge of what he did, but trying to forge a new new path because everybody that has a redemptive arc either becomes a Force ghost and, and fades away like you don't he doesn't have to live with the consequence of his actions. It
4: literally could have been the same exact ending of him going back to Tatooine and then again with or without those kids who were force sensitive obviously and finn and the girl being like who are you and you go like i'm skywalker
1: and it would have been like it's almost equally as emotional because he's saying i'm not kylo Ren. i'm a skywalker i think after they kissed like i was expecting like something where they would go off in the sunset and then you get like this franklin richards force kid that's like a Palpatine and a skywalker bloodline combined and it's just like this unstoppable force i, I have a quick question they have to kill him in his
2: sleep <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <It's> like... <laughs> yeah don't let uncles watch your kids no um I'm just curious if uh, when Rey is reaching out to other Jedi to gather her power at the very end of the film and you hear the voices, were you not expecting to see Force Ghost standing behind her? That's
4: 100%
2: what I thought. That would have been amazing. Here's
4: another thing that has troubled me since literally the first film is Anakin exists as a Force Ghost. His grandkid is praying to him. And, and he he's... never shows up to be like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like I like I had to kill a dude. I had to slam I killed so many people. And I literally threw a guy down a well to stop this. And you're 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 worshiping my toilet head? Like, you know what I mean?
0: Like
4: like, like what are you doing?
2: Like it would have been amazing for Anakin to show up and give Kylo a like. What
3: are you doing? And that's the, that's
2: the one thing that I, I wonder about with Yoda popping up in the Last Jedi cuz I'm like, well, why has not Yoda like popped up and been like, "Luke, you because were" Because he'd wrong. cut himself off from the Force. Yeah, but he could have popped up at other times before that that's though. That's true. Yeah. You know, Is it like, like a most maybe before he goes hour? to confront his Did, mm-hmm. did, did mm-hmm. it also kind of hurt like
0: every single time you saw the toilet helmet that you heard Darth Vader's theme, like I, I get it, like once or twice, but every time it kept coming, and then there was that one nice slow piano bit of hearing, like the Imperial March, like you kept, like it came back so much that it just I was like, I get it I get, it, I get it, I get it.
1: I mean, eh, whatever. I mean, when she was song. in the when she was in the throne room on the Death Star, like they were playing it. That's, you know, that's, so. that's they even did the Emperor's like, <laughs> yeah, which I'll never get tired hearing that. But. <laughs> So,
0: all right, so did, what did this film... Did it have to be a cap to the other eight? No.
1: All right, next question. I, well,
3: no, I don't feel like it was... I
1: it wasn't. I don't feel like yeah. it was a cap to the other eight. I was to feel like it was a cap to the other two. Oh, the, no. and, I, Mark I, I,
4: Hamill could still return as a ghost Here's the in thing, a, though. a later film. I want
0: him and Sam Jackson as ghosts like drive I mean, around the galaxy. Like yeah. a buddy cop you movie? You can
2: say that it caps off the other eight movies, but it really just, like... Clearly, JJ loves the original trilogy because there's not a whole lot going on with the prequels, and I'm not saying that as somebody who's like mad, but I just mean that if you look at it, like even the places that we visit at the end that celebrations are happening on are all original trilogy planets. It's yeah. not like we go back to you know Naboo. I King thought, Jar, Jar is like. Do, do we I not see Naboo? It. I can't remember. No. No. no, we saw Bespin and. So and only Andor. two. It was Bespin and Endor. we saw Cloud City, right? Yeah, saw, which is yeah, which
1: is weird. Well, no, because in the the remake they did Bespin and. Endor and, and uh, Coruscant, but... In Naboo. Did they do Naboo? Yeah, they did. And why <laughs> didn't we go back
2: to Coruscant? Like, they blew never, they blow, like, No, they didn't blow Coruscant they about, No, they blew up, up another they that blew planet up another city. That would have been, yeah,
4: Coruscant yeah. would have been a good one to go back but to. But me. I just...
2: Yeah. You know, for saying, like, oh, I'm capping off I'll all eight movies, really what he's saying is, is I stole a line from Revenge of the Sith, so I'm saying that this is all tying everything up. Because it's not really you know and I, I i yes i'm a huge fan of the original trilogy but i'm just calling it out cuz it doesn't really cap off the other
0: because i feel like they're they're leaning into with the emperor like saying you strike me down and you'll take my place and then it's like oh no 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 we'll we'll bounce your lightning back in your face like Sam Jackson was going to do in the prequels but it took two lightsabers this time to do it as opposed to one well Well, that uh, was some super lightning yeah it was some super lightning some (laughs) super Saiyan lightning uh,
2: what is up with um, if there's always just two there are of the Sith why is there an arena full of them right that that arena that arena arena was super confusing that
4: that part confused me the most out of anything because they never even acknowledged he just said we're here and they're like is it just all like I thought. Somebody, I think at one it point, was, somebody was going to be like flip, and we we're going to see young Palpatine clones, or like yeah, I, 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 I don't, don't even things. know what that could have been. I
0: think it was just like the ancestors. Like I think it was like it was a, all a the Yeah, I think it. I think it was like the ancestry of the Sith. I think it was all like ghosts like cheering it on. Right. I think that's what it was. Because that's you when, go, woo, woo, yeah, yeah. They're all like you do it, you, you dead go. guy. We're behind you, you. you. Yeah, you're stuck to an Erector set. Do it. You know, yeah. whatever. Uh, that like, but like. So that mirrors the then you know episode 3 and then um there's the bit wherever like he makes her look up in the sky and see that like the the resistance is failing. Which is very Jedi. Yeah. Jedi. Yeah. And it's like, it's like I feel like Palpatine he keeps pulling all these strings. You think that for someone as smart as he is would learn his goddamn lesson that it didn't work the cool. first time. Snoke did that and he,
1: he yeah, but threw over the thing. But he's but we, like, look, I'm shooting all your people. Yeah,
0: but he, but he was just a puppet of Palpatine. Evidently. He was a Snoke in a jar.
1: Oh, yeah, he probably was like, <laughs> it's,
0: it's Pal- what I do. Palpatine, <laughs> Palpatine
1: <laughs> was like, show her, show her you're blowing up her stuff. Yeah, That's a good one. That just felt
0: weird. It's like, you're going to do a callback to that, and it's like, I don't know. Did
4: you think that when he sucked out their life force, he was going to pop out of that robe like
1: like all jacked no but like young (laughs) like Like he
4: was gonna like oh shoot I can suck these dudes dry
1: yeah yeah, I don't know why he put the brakes on it I would have been like okay I gotta make sure they can't get back (laughs) up
2: yeah he just was like I I
4: gotta show them that their friends are dying I gotta leave a little
1: juice in there hip feels a little bit better I'm gonna stop like no man he's He's like
2: like the villain of a James Bond movie let me explain (laughs) to you right
1: yeah, that was that was it was weird but
0: whatever. I mean, but like I just I feel like it kept trying to pay homage to everything where it didn't have to
1: cuz I feel like well yeah. somebody I talked to pointed out like, you know, they I don't know why it had to be the final order was like another reestablished type empire thing because I know like on, was it Kajimi where they were just like kidnapping children and things, which I mean is very warlord indoctrinating, like where that's basically where I guess the final order came from. Cause it was like all, like you pointed out in the beginning, it's like all these ships just come out of nowhere. It's like, where the hell were you building this? Like that was my first thought when those ships popped up. I'm like, Who's manning those? Because I mean, that's like a that's a huge. See, so you could
4: like again, they could have explained that as like since they're the old ships, they could have been like, well, they were just there. Well, and like if he was a ghost, he leads them there. And then he's just basically like, "Look, they're all here. Just take them." And then there's one dude that I love who's pride I, yeah. worked for him. So he's like, "I got this guy who's still I'm talking to yeah. on the down low." And then like, and then all the ghosts show up, and then you have Red Ghost and Blue Ghost, and then and it gets cooler <laughs> and cooler, and you're just like, "Yeah, I do mean, that!" I,
1: I mean, it probably would have been a little like cliche, but I think it would have been better to do some type of like force. Zombie type thing where all those ships were like powered by Palpatine and it solely relied on him maintaining the force to keep all that fleet together because having them powered manpower wise, it's like, how the hell did you pull all this off? in like maybe what, like 30, 40 years of the empire being down in secrecy, like. (laughs) I, don't know. I also the, the I also thinking about the mandate power. I forgot about the fact that they had stormtroopers and full like, oh, yeah. 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 and mean, let me tell you, those about that. those outfits were sharp. I yeah. like the new the final orders uniforms. Yeah. I was like, like well, the new Sith some... troopers were cool looking. Those yeah. Are, yeah. 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 So.
0: I also think it's weird that like they go from speeder bikes to we're going to use like uh, snow snow cats the sna- sand, and the sand. It's like oh, I guess we could mess up those treads. It's like you had speeder bikes; they didn't have wheels. Like right. why yeah. why do you keep doing that anyway? Well, I mean that was another that was
1: another Jedi like copy was the, the chase. Yeah, um, it's like they s- slam them into the tree. So
0: the what rocks. did you guys think about? Like the whole thing of like, Oh, we like, we have 15 hours to get everything up and running, but we need to show them a, a show of force that our star destroyers can blow up planets. Let's pick a planet that they're like, they, that they care about. And it's like the planet that we just saw an hour ago. Cause Jimmy, we've never known this planet before. We're going to blow that one up. It's like, no one gives a shit about that planet. Like it just, I felt like it was a weird show of force. And it's like, but if this one star destroyer can go out and destroy planets, why are the rest waiting? Well I like, thought it was like, weird
1: that they hit Kajimi because it was like they were they were literally pulling people out of their homes. Like a day earlier, and still trying to like recruit, I guess recruit or like take people, and then they were just like, you know what? I, did they tap it? Were they like, okay, we got everybody, we probably could, let's just blow it up <laughs> yeah. now, or were they, you know? So. It's like it would have been like
0: they they should have blow up like Tatooine and been like screw you guys, this we're done now, you know, or Jakku, like that would have been like you think yeah, he would have
1: blown up yeah. the forest moon of Endor just out of spite? Like, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just I just feels weird that like it's because at the end when you see like a whole the whole fleet collapsing and you see the starter Destroyer outside Cloud City yeah. falling, it's like. Wait, these ships were all in position and they didn't fire. Yeah, like I also don't understand the longevity of an empire right, yeah, that was, that's going to destroy every single planet that it looks at. That feels like that's a bad use of resources. But that's just me. I don't know. Anyway, it just yeah. All right, this film. Um, so, what are your guys' thoughts on this new trilogy, a standalone from the other six? What do you guys think of just this, this one?
1: Uh, I mean, I I I mean, even though I I kind of didn't like the ride of Episode Eight, I I think it. It fits in, and I guess I don't think it's as good as the other two, like in terms of, like, I guess how I enjoyed them, but um, I don't think it's terrible. I feel like the course correction of nine kind of – some things made sense that didn't make sense to me before. So, Steve?
2: I feel like – I think it's still messy. I think it's messy, but I also think that – all right, I'm gonna take you back for just a second. When it was announced that Disney had acquired Lucasfilm, including Star Wars, uh, I was on my honeymoon, and I made the joke to my wife. I'm like, "Oh, I'm like George Lucas gave me a, a wedding gift," and uh, but I also stopped, and I'm like, "You know what? I'm like it. It's gonna feel weird to have new Star Wars movies that are without his supervision. Like even for all the things that I can complain about with you know his tendencies at the prequels, like it was still one guy." leading it, mm-hmm. you know? And I kind of feel, in retrospect, looking at... And, again, this is f- three days after seeing, you know, this movie. Um, this feels very much like everything else that was in the expanded universe, whether it's Legends or the current expanded universe. It feels like something that wasn't helmed by its creator. Um, and yeah. I'm sure that'll go away as I get further away from it. But i, I that's the thing I'm walking away from is, is that the tones dance around the places that it goes dances around and it doesn't feel at least cohesive like say what you will about the prequels at least it feels cohesive it feels like the work of one person you know and even even with you know Irvin Kershner directing Empire Strikes Back and Richard Marquand directing Return of the Jedi those still two those two films still feel of a piece mm-hmm. so that's probably the the best reaction i can give at this point doesn't mean that they're bad it just means that they don't feel as cohesive as the rest of the the other two trilogies.
1: I think that's really fair cuz I mean um like I feel like Disney kind of had a plan to write these three trilogies as a whole. And then somewhere along the way, uh, they had problems with directors. Uh, they had problems with fans.
0: Uh, Colin Trevorrow actually wanted to shoot scenes in space. That's, and that,
4: <laughs> I was already not uh, in, to him. And then when he said that, I was like, that's don't. I that's, did not that's,
2: hear
0: that's not that. Is that yeah. yeah. He wanted yeah. to he actually shoot sequences in space, like with actors. And this, he's like, no. He's like, <laughs> no, no, no. This is what I want to do. They're like, no, like, yeah. it like it isn't so he's like this is
4: going to build a time machine when he does his period piece next. So it's fine. Like you know, no, I like, have to like, shoot in 1946 no, it's
0: or like, none this whole of this thing will make sense. like, You know, guys, when I did, uh, uh, you know, Jurassic Kingdom or whatever, like uh, we actually engineered dinosaurs. So, like you didn't
1: do that, Colin Trevorrow. Put him away. But yeah, yeah, I feel like it. It. it definitely doesn't feel like someone like George Lucas had a vision for the whole world or universe. And he wrote a story, even though the original trilogy was chopped up because he figured he was one and done after the first one yeah but um this definitely felt like pieced together in three separate parts that they kind of had to find the puzzle pieces and the legos to fit in the right spot along their way and the other trilogies kind of just you know seem more more coherent even though there's some stuff that's a little cringeworthy and a little kind of like what but yeah i agree with steve on that jeff you you.
4: no, I'm (laughs) i'm about right there with everybody i feel like it's hard to uh Feel like, like again, we by the end of that this last movie was it Ray Ray's story or was it Kylo's story? It almost feels like they were trying to have their cake and eat it too with the old characters mixed with the new ones. Like I think they could have just easily just had the guys in the movie. They're already in existence. They're running the show, and these new kids show up. There's a new problem. They're the young kids that have to go out and save the day or figure it out or learn their lessons. And so. I enjoyed it a lot. I loved Ray and Kylo as a character, but I don't know if uh, it's like it doesn't feel like a complete thought. Like, it really would have been great if they would just pump the brakes for a second and gone. Okay, where are we actually going with this? Or got everybody in the same room and been like, okay, what were you thinking when you wrote this? And I'll tell you what I think, you know?
2: Do you know, is the story group still in existence
4: at Lucasfilm? I don't even know. Like, you hear, used to hear about it all All the the time. time. I didn't hear it. So, even like with the Mandalorian now, like, everybody's like, oh, it's Star Wars again. But I'm like, there's no morality tale going on in the Mandalorian, period. No matter, I don't care what anybody wants to say, there's no morality tale because... He's sort of learning a lesson but then he wipes out 30 people. He wants to do this thing but then it's not. So it's like there's still a disconnect between what it's supposed to be of like you either got to tell a story like we were talking last night. Like I wish they'd either just tell individual stories or tell yeah, a arcing story that you're learning something from or kind you're seeing growth yeah. or like the whole thing of like the fear of like wanting to show growth in a character seems weird to me yeah kind like of even, like you said the a-team like, yeah it's either got to be the a-team or you want to have breaking bad where you're like following these three people around <laughs> and going like oh my god i can't believe this happened and then you care about like i don't i still don't know if i care about the characters in the show which is the same way i felt like like we didn't even talk about general hucks being like i'm a spy And then they go, bang, you're dead. And you're like, what?
1: What, Wait, what was that? Like, uh, I kind of liked what they did with that. Because at first, when he's like, I'm a spy, I'm like, okay, so we're going to do Agent Callus all over again, which is in Rebels. Yeah. Um, And then it was kind of like at the end where he's just like, I don't really like you people. I just want Kylo Ren to fail. I'm like, all right, well, that's not so much like an Agent Callus thing. And then when they kill him, I'm like, okay, I'm happy now. Like...
0: You got to feel for uh, what's his name, uh, 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 Dom Hawk Gleason or Doom Hall Gleason? Gleason. Yeah, where it's like you got to feel like you know, like you get like in the Force Awakens, like this is kind of an interesting character. It's like, and then they just constantly just keep like kicking the shit out of him over two well, movies. I, like- I
4: honestly, one hundred percent believe. That with the actual rise of actual Nazis and shit again, that we shouldn't we should be like talking about it in past tense. The fact that it's coming back in a big bad way. Oh, no, that no, they no, decided yeah. to choose to make him a dum dum to be like we're not giving these guys something. No, that, like, that, yeah. look how cool funny, he yeah. is.
0: I mean, and also calling the thing the final order that feels also a little a little on the nose. <laughs> well, but, yeah, um, I
1: thought that was too. When he was like, like "Oh, the and then order, maybe does it?" Like, so yeah, yeah. wait, <laughs> how did how did Order sixty six come before the first order? <laughs> yeah, like, right. Yeah, don't have to count. Yeah, he's he loves his orders
0: yeah so my my counter is that I as much as like I understand your point about the Mandalorian I I am in love with that series oh I am too but
4: I'm just saying it's still like when people go like people are now saying like oh see this is what it should be but I I actually think like the end the end of rebels actually started to feel more like they found this tone of like parental lineage and kids learning and growing up and they found this amazing tone and then they had to end it obviously but like that's that was the sweet spot. Like, but I they think, could still
1: take it that way with the Mandalorian. Yeah. I feel like this first season. I don't know what's going to happen in the next, the last episode that's right. coming out. But I feel like they were building something up, just to kind of drop you like whatever Baby Yoda's secret is. But I, I mean, they said that it was going to be kind of a lot of areas of gray. Like he's a bounty hunter, but like you definitely tell he has a moral compass. Right? Um,
2: Do we? Did Did you guys think? Uh it felt a little too convenient that suddenly we saw baby Yoda use a force power that we'd not seen before. And then it pops up like twice in this movie. That was
0: frustrating. Just in the sense of like, not that I was going to be surprised in the movie, but it's like, Oh, I just saw this literally 24 hours ago. That felt a little weird. Well,
2: that's the
1: reason that they pushed it out. I heard. They um, they push that episode out before to, to set the stage for the potential. That sta-
2: yeah. they're like, maybe Yoda will cure all your hey, ails. Yeah. Like <laughs> and that's true. You believe <laughs> it when Baby Yoda does yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> the movie ends. It's, <laughs> this movie was supposed to end with Ray on Tatooine. Now it it's just Baby the Yoda. child. Yeah. Just the child.
0: Now I just it's just weird to me that like I am so down and invested in the Mandalorian and everything about it. it just it's it's like with the exception of one episode, Steve and I talked about it already previously to the recording. Everything has been like firing on all cylinders for me, and I'm like, how can how can Disney get that so, like, right? But then I get so like left, kind of like middle ground with the the movies.
2: Well, that I just th- feels weird to me. I think John Favreau is a big piece of that. Well, a, I th- again, one voice.
4: I, I, being I th- you know, it's one guy's idea. Period. Yeah. He wrote I the whole thing. I think they're also you know? trying
1: to get more fish so to speak with the net of the movies versus like the streaming TV. That's show. fair.
0: Because I feel like you could have done a Mandalorian movie like this and told like the first half of the story in terms of like the, yeah. the bounty and finding the Yoda and then like you know double crossing. I think you could have made that into a compelling movie.
4: Yeah. Um but
0: yeah it just moral of the story is the Mandalorian's great and I'm glad that it still exists. But well,
4: maybe what else maybe I'll just leave it with this yeah. for the whole this will be my last word on all this is I feel like people always go, well this doesn't this isn't Star Wars, but I'm like, I don't know if anybody knows what they really want or what what it is and i kind of enjoy that when i was thinking about the way over i kind of dig that we have uh like you said earlier that we had a warm cup of coffee and then we have this like zen like heavy slow movie and then we have this one that's just like let's do all of it and you're kind of like yeah that's kind of a good saturday afternoon you know yeah so
1: i don't know i always feel like with the mandalorian for me it's star wars has always been space opera space western yeah, and it's space
2: western, and, and the Mandalorian is
0: completely space western. space western. Like I'm just, yeah. it's screaming. You well,
2: know? I, the other thing that I would say too is, is um, you know, when it comes to our, you know, views and opinions, like things t- change with time. You know, which is why I didn't want to put like a big cap on. Like this is exactly how I feel four days after seeing the movie. But um, you know, I I think I was talking to you about this uh, a week or two ago before recording an episode. Um, time is such an interesting thing. Um, for those of you who read comics or read comics, the comic book adaptations of *The Empire Strikes Back* and *Return of the Jedi* were mainly helmed by a gentleman by the name of Al Williamson, who is my favorite Star Wars artist. But if you go back and look at the letters columns, I think he's literally the best comic book artist ever to handle Star Wars. There are literally letters in every column for the entire uh, *Return of the Jedi*. I'm sorry, *Empire Strikes Back* and issues after it. Uh, the letter columns, people telling you know marvel how terrible they think al williamson's art is Mm -hmm. i think he's one of the like best artists ever touched our wars at least in the comic book world so it's 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 one of those things where opinions are going to change in maybe 20 years from now we'll be like oh this holds together a lot better than i thought it did or worse who knows you know um i'm constantly you know having just revisited the prequels again i'm like oh you know what these are things that i you know I like a lot of my original opinions still stand, but I'm able to at least find other things in them. So.
0: so the last question I'll ask, and we'll put a cap on this, is what's your one Christmas wish for Star Wars going forward? Like in terms of like if they make any more movies, like what's your one Christmas wish that you hope for Star Wars? Baby Yoda everything. That's <laughs> All
4: right.
0: All right. I, I don't know. I don't know if you guys uh, got anything else.
4: For- I just want Obi-Wan to be amazing. Like the series? I, I yeah. have a feeling that, the Cassian Andor one will have an awesome like that every week you get to have a cool adventure mm-hmm. but I really need Obi-Wan to mean something like I can't I don't want them to do silly adventure with I need it to be kind of heavy and about something I need that zen back into my Star Wars a little bit I think or samurai well the person Western. who directed
0: the, the prison break episode of the Mandalorian is the one show running yeah. the, the um, Obi-Wan series so I'm hoping and
4: that's, that was a, a, an existing script that they're padding so hopefully that's a good sign
1: yeah I think uh I th- think if they keep going with the T V shows, um and giving you these bite sized pieces so they don't have to like wait two years to like try to like write something messily and course correct anything. I think that'll be a better use of Star Wars for them because then you can gauge things easier because you have, you know, episodes coming out or a new show coming out. Like for me, Cassie and Andor needs to be like the best Emmy Award-winning television show ever for me to even get behind that because I hate Cassian. Oh, yes. I hate Cassian <laughs> Andor. Uh, don't get oh, me started I love about Cassian Cass- Andor. Oh my god, Cassian's uh, I, awesome. I hate Cassian Andor.
2: So I will just say, and seriously, my I my feel wish- like
1: somebody went up to him in the movie. Like not not in not in production, in the movie. And they were like, Hey, it says in the script you just don't randomly kill people anymore. But ah,
0: that- Steve, that's what I was talking to you about like, when I watched Rogue One <laughs> recently. I was like, the the motivations of like almost everybody except for Donnie Yen flips in that movie. Yeah. And it's like halfway through it's like, Oh shit, we got notes. I
1: like, guess I'm not yeah. supposed- <laughs> Well like wait, but this guy actually did something really bad. No, no, don't shoot him. Don't don't shoot him. It's but I shot the guy of in the alley. Though. Yeah, it's that's a, fine.
2: I don't know. I, I feel like I'm lost in what you're so, talking about. So okay. Cassian. Cassian. shoots that guy at the beginning of the film right. and then doesn't kill Galen Erso. Yeah, well, it's a question of conscience, though, that he comes to. It's not just something that I I feel how? that it's.
0: <laughs> what conscience if well, I was sitting there and they're like
1: hey this guy he, built the Death Star he, he's
2: and given, is, he's given what orders this is
0: what I wanted guys it's he's given
2: orders I and know, he's questioning those orders I know it's been
0: two hours but I got another hour at hours. the beginning it's of the film enough.
2: he's in a like I'm either gonna get killed with this guy or I'm gonna kill this guy situation there he's actually debating you know is killing this guy the right order that I've been given that's that's the way. I Or he's take a soldier. And he's just doing it because that's what I have to do to
4: do my job. And then yeah. at some point he realizes maybe I don't need to do this to do my job. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah, and you know then. Or he like sh- he
4: doesn't want her to kill him.
1: He shoots Saw Gerrera's dude. Oh, he too. doesn't kill Galen. Yeah. Okay, now yeah. I'm like, catching
4: up. You're talking about her dad. Yeah, we're yeah, talking about dad. Galen. So because like, he just met her daughter though. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's, he's like, like, oh wait,
1: I know her. Yeah. Like this guy oh, is Stardust. It's not going to change. You know, and thing. then they go, they go <laughs> to Jakku, and they're like, hey, we got to reach Saw Gerrera, and you see Saw Gerrera's dudes come out and start attacking the uh, stormtroopers, and then Cassian's just like, screw that guy right there on Saw Gerrera's team. I'm like, we're trying to make friends with them. Why are you <laughs> killing them? And then he finally gets a direct order and they're like, all right, we found the dude that's responsible for the murder ball. Can you please go kill him? And he's ball. just like, yes. no, nah, I'm not going to kill that guy. Yeah. And then Jin, that's a whole nother ball. Like, yeah. I'm not getting into that. Yeah. I, I just, I don't like Rogue One because of those two characters.
0: I and So my Christmas wish for Star Wars is that they actually kind of like actually like play on the edges a little bit more. Like I, the more I think about it, and here's my hot take, the more I think Solo is probably the best thing they've put out of the five that Disney has made. I think solo like I know Steve you're like oh some of the tension's taken out of the film. <laughs> I like watching solo. Me, it's I so like much solo. I like yeah. I just
2: thought it was completely bland. That's just oh, me. I
0: just, I don't know. It's just a, it's a fun movie and yeah. it like and 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 the driving forces shit we need money versus like mm. oh there's a big skyball ball we got to take care of and well, all this stuff. If you, you want to like,
2: talk about Cassian Andor coming to a conclusion about how he's going to proceed. Uh, without there being a precedence for it in the script, why does Han Solo turn over all that stuff to the, the soon-to-be Republic or uh, Rebellion at the end of the movie? Why does because it's give set that up, up
0: because the Mother Dragons is like Han, you're a good guy, so she says it before he does that. So it's kind of the groundwork's laid that she knows that he's going to make the right decision. But why? <laughs> <laughs> why you're having is the that opposite argument
4: that you just had with him though? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, Sorry. No, it's okay. It's all fan service.
0: Yeah, I just, I just think that sometimes maybe doing something a little bit more focused like that and it gives you time to have characters develop as opposed to serving plot, I think Star Wars is more successful well, that Well, I think
2: the other thing, like if they do go ahead with the Ryan Johnson trilogy, which is neither here nor there, we haven't really heard if it's going to happen or not, but I think starting with a set of characters, if you're doing a trilogy – and it's his trilogy. Let him write a trilogy with those characters exploring the themes of Star Wars as opposed to piecemealing it together. That's fair. I Are we happy that about that's... Kevin Feige
4: coming in? Well, I, I don't... Is I he know actually overseeing the films? Do, or yeah. Is he, over- he's there, he came a and film. basically said, I want to do something. And they were like, well, of course, billion jillionaire. You just made us all the money ever. So you do whatever. As long as, you as Tom I Holland's
1: want. a Jedi, that's really all I want. Like, I no. That's... <laughs> I need more unknown random cameos like Daniel Craig. <laughs> I want them to try to sneak in the most random people.
0: Like, I didn't realize that was Clancy Brown that episode of The Mandalorian. Oh, oh really? His like, voice. I know. I right, know. Right. Everyone's like, oh, that's the Kergrin. I'm like, I didn't realize that was him. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Anyway, I I remember. Remember. so ahead. we went with
4: Mr. Krabs because I was watching it with my kids. That's fair. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Um, Does he do
1: Mr. Krabs' voice? Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't
4: know
0: that. <laughs> So, all right, uh, yeah, I guess that we've been talking about this for two hours because that's what we do here. <laughs> uh, it's been fun, but final thoughts: like, did, like, would you, would, do you like um, Rise of Skywalker? Would you recommend it? Like all that good stuff. So we'll st- we'll start with Jeff.
4: Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I do it's. A, it, I'm 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 still. I got, I'm going to see it tomorrow. Uh, I'm at like I enjoyed it. I had teary moments. I was like, happy when I left. Is it perfect? No, but. I'm not that person that's going to be like, make it more perfect because it is what it is. I can't go back.
2: Yeah, um, the best comparison I can make to it is is like, uh, you know, it's it's pizza. I like pizza, <laughs> so I'm you it's know Pizza the Hut. Yeah, I, I like pizza. I'm going to eat pizza. This is you know the Star Wars equivalent of pizza, so I'm going to take it in. But mm-hmm. um, it also reminded me of uh, uh, Return of the King. I'm not a huge Lord of the Rings fan, but I kept like. How many more endings are we going to have to this movie? I kind of felt like the last 20 minutes of this movie was ending upon ending upon ending. So. You know that's the big criticism that I have there. I was
0: really hoping Poe and Finn would just kiss and just be done with it. I was really hoping at the end that they would just talk and kiss because I feel like they I, were like there was there was a tension between no, those guys. I
1: didn't want that because I don't feel like they earned it. Though. <laughs> it
0: no. no, not not the question that it couldn't happen. It Just felt like you know what, there was not enough of like it. It
1: put, wouldn't have made sense within like the last like two I know, movies, just, like I just, like a Han Leia thing. It was like you you seen it kind of build up, but. Yeah. I mean, other than I think the internet talking about it, I didn't really see it. I know. Build I just up. think it'd
0: be funny to just be like, at the end, be like, what? Like, like.
1: <laughs> I, I,
0: I will say though the gag of them in the sand uh, worm cave whenever uh, Leia like not Leia when when Ray fires off her lightsaber and then Poe turns on the light like the flashlight is actually a fun gag. I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. Like, that was uh, a good gag, yeah. yeah. So Joe, uh, recommend uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I would
1: recommend it. I, mean, I know the um, Sith
0: lose. I know you're not about that, but
1: uh. Uh, you know what? I mean, I was happy to see the Empire or the Emperor come back, but I mean, like we said in the beginning uh was it needed no you know it wasn't like one of those things i was like over the moon about but i'm like yeah you know what um and and and, you know he wasn't trying to resurrect the empire so it was kind of weird but um i gotta go with steve i mean i i feel like the last jedi is just pizza for me too um i enjoyed this pizza a lot more than the other one (laughs) um so yeah i'd recommend it I, i i cried at the end um you know, I enjoyed I enjoyed the humor a lot more in this one than the other ones. Uh, I know some of the injected humor in the other uh, uh, seven and eight was kind of like a little like eh, okay, yeah, that's funny, but it seems out of place. Um, I'm so happy C3PO was in this again doing C3PO things and saying shit that he says that just made me laugh. Like you know, when they fall into the thing and, and he's like, "You didn't say my name, but I'm okay." And yeah, I'm like, that's totally a C3PO thing. Um, you know, so I was really happy with them getting 3PO involved more uh so yeah I'm, i'd recommend it
0: yeah so i feel like um force awakens w- was like a a more concentrated vision that abrams like could show that there's good stewardship of star wars and it was like a nice warm hug and then i feel like um the last jedi was like yeah now we're gonna go someplace different and i feel like that's a confidently made movie i don't feel confidence in rise of skywalker i feel like it is like, there's good beats, there's fun action. It I, To me, and this is, like, me being negative, it's a hot mess of a movie in terms of just, like, from a filmmaking standpoint, it's, like, it is such breakneck and logic and jumps and leaps, which you're going to tell me, well, that's Star Wars. But I think Abrams is a better filmmaker than this. I feel like he was trying to serve a thousand different masters. Trying yeah. to uh, get oh, this no, across yeah. the that line.
4: Way. Well, it's especially even, like, just breaking the rules of Star Wars filming of, like, flashbacks and then flash forwards and then, People talking over montages and like usually like that's the fun thing about Star Wars. Everything you're seeing is happening right there. There's nobody talking an overdub over something else. There's a lot of weird stuff where it breaks that language of like. There's a reason why it's shot and like it kind of like you kind of get more time to kind of absorb things. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree, the over, over We should dub- talk,
4: let's start stuff. over, let's start over. Yeah, start over. Erase everything we okay, just did. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, no, I, I agree with you, yeah, that they, there were some weird pieces to it. But then again, too, you know, the age that we live in now, and the you, you basically have the corporate machine of Disney trying to make a trilogy, whereas before, you know, I mean, granted, there were so many moving parts and companies involved with the original trilogy and the prequels, but it was pretty much all George Lucas. And yep. George Lucas didn't care what people on the internet said about his movies. <laughs> right. He was going to make his movies. Right. He didn't even care about people that he hired to help make movie. Somebody was like, his art department was like, look at this cool design for Grievous. And he's like, no, I like the the spray bottle head better. That's, <laughs> that's what was happening. So, I mean, that's like one one major factor is like it was one dude and it versus like, you know, multiple people in a company trying to appease tons of people and on and Twitter. That's,
0: that's the one thing you're right. Like, I feel like at least with the prequels, as much as they're at a garbage fire at times, he had a plan, like whether he fluffed it out and he, he, doesn't understand how romance works whatsoever. Right. There was an end point. Like he knew where to go. Mm-hmm. And with this one, it's like, I I honestly believe that they had an idea, and you hear Abram say, "Yeah, well, my handling of this was not going to be affected at all by the Last Jedi." I feel like the, the Last Jedi really swerved them, and they just didn't know. They yeah. they had the choice of going that direction, doing something different, like you said, <laughs> or like being like, "Well, no, 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 we got it. We got to play it safe." And I feel like they fell somewhere closer to safe than challenging. Yeah, and I think the box office is showing that too. I think yeah. people are kind of like staying away from it. But Ult- yeah,
1: because yeah, ultimately, I think Lucas was there to tell a story. And Disney is there to make money. They're the Death Star, well, of I
4: course. Know. Like in the first one, you don't know who's like. If Ray didn't quite work, they could be like, "Well, we just like move her over here." If that didn't work. They could be like, "We could move this over here." Like, yeah. there's no, they didn't have to
2: attach themselves to these people that they hired. You well, know, that's
1: probably why they made it so cryptic with so much stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know.
2: And I'll say, as somebody who uh, loves the original Star Wars toy counterline line uh, or counter line of toys. Um, for those of you who uh, collected Luke Skywalker action figures from 1977 through uh, 82 when Return of the, before Return of the Jedi came out, Luke always came with a yellow lightsaber, so I'm kind of happy it made me smile to see a yellow lightsaber at the end of this movie. Completely superficial and not something <laughs> at all that's important to the movie, but it made me smile. It's right. technically a
1: sentinel blade if, like, sentinels use yellow, I think, if you categorize <laughs> Jedi's. i I don't know i I was excited to see it for that reason i was like oh because you usually had uh what was it guardians sentinels uh and um counselors those are the three tiers of jedi
0: i thought it was weird that the green one never showed up i thought that was going to be like if you're going to do all these nods especially at the end when you had both her and kylo fighting that there wasn't a green one involved anyway but all right we can keep talking but we're, we're done here it's it's two hours worth of uh talk about the film i hope you guys enjoyed it um yeah, uh, this is where we plug stuff. You guys can find us on Facebook. Uh, you guys can find us like you know our blog, which Steve wrote a blog about the Last Jedi, and um, it was funny. I liked your your comment about the porgs, where it's like I wish that lightsaber would have fired off and killed that <laughs> porg. Uh, it's invasion You can See, find they us even on... got rid of the porgs. They... No, no, no. There was, there was one they, shot yeah, of porgs. Yeah, was... No, was there yeah, one pork, yeah, yeah. pork yeah, shot? Okay. Yeah, one I, pork
1: shot. Maybe my brain just like
0: I, I like out. the porgs. I, I I'm way I, down with the porgs. I, yeah, I don't mind. I the would eat one. I just I did, watching Last Jedi again, I liked it. Whatever. Like they kept like hanging around. And there was yeah. the bit where the one was just screaming, like he's flying through the crystals of Crate. And it's like the one's just like losing its mind. It's like it's never seen anything before. And now it's, <laughs> it's like freaking out. Anyway, so Unless,
2: yeah. like Crate was the coolest planet that they came up with in this neutral. Yes.
0: Oh, and and uh, yes, I, I'm going to do a time in the middle of plugging things. <laughs> the visual. Of the um, what do they call them, the salt speeders, whatever they're called, the, like they yeah. the, the that visual, of them going out to face the like the the first order on the salt flats, and then how <clears throat> at the end when they just lay waste to to force Luke, force you know Ghost Luke, how it looks like this bloody just mess was it's probably one of the most visual striking things from the entire series
4: him just walking out with the sunset and the thing it's like a ralph mccrory painting like yeah kind of it life. was great yeah. yeah
0: um so yeah anyway you, like you can find us on you know itunes Podbean, all that stuff you guys are already listening to us but find us rate review us would be great uh jeff uh, p- plug things that you do because you do all this thing all the things uh
4: fred paints 23 on instagram fred paints on facebook My next show is probably Motor City Con, so not for a long time. And then Scranton Super Office Super Fan Fest in July. I will be in Scranton at the Steamtown Mall. Did you go out to
1: uh, Pretzel Day to meet Stanley? I sure did. Yeah, my nephews. Yep, yep, yep.
4: Well, he's he's uh he's (laughs) featured some of your uh your artwork as well. Yeah, He's he's been his 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 dude is my dude. So and
0: you're making pens now too. You have enamel pens up. I have some
4: enamel pens. I got lots of. You can always just find me. I'm always doing something. crazy. And Steve, how can people
0: play? He's far too modest.
2: People go check out Jeff's work. It's amazing. Yeah. So um, He's
4: almost like a Richard Kincaid type. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the wait, no wait, hold on. It's Kitchard Rincade. I'm
2: <laughs> Kitchard
1: Ria. <Rhea. It's, laughs> yeah, Rincade. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, you're the uh,
0: doppelganger, evil evil
2: twin, yes. Uh, you can find me at the com. You can find me on Instagram under the Siren Slasher, and I believe on Twitter under the Saturday Slasher, and on Facebook. Uh, and if you're looking to buy a, a comic book uh, copy of the Siren Slasher, you can do that at the Art of the Slash on Etsy.
0: And he'll be coming soon to Family Circus and, and doing that as
4: well. <laughs> and the Not Me ghost is going <laughs> to fight him to death. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so Joe, thank you again. Like this was a lot of fun, and it was Star Wars, and it was great to have you. You, uh, you know, you're. They, we, it's fun having you on the show, and I hope you come back again. Have yeah, Another no 150 episodes, but maybe we'll have you back on. Has again. it been 150 I don't know. episodes? I, don't know. Oh, I do want to say this. Who <laughs> was uh,
1: talking to uh, was so, I don't know. Jeff Number Two. He was asking me when I was on the show because I think Steve was like, "Oh yeah." I... Joe's on store before me, and he's like, oh, what episodes were you on? I was like, I don't know, the first 110, something <laughs> like that. I mean, just go back and like look. I mean, it's not one specific episode. I'm
2: just going to throw this out here right now. Next year is the 40th anniversary of The Empire Strikes Back. Since there's no Star Wars movie that I know of coming out, I would really like to sit down and talk about that. If you think we're going to go through that year without talking about that movie, I would.
0: I didn't think we'd go an episode without talking about yeah. Star Wars, so, so. It's, that's fair.
2: So, so
1: I see you get, you've traded in uh, Spider-Man for Star Wars. What? Because what, we just mentioned Spider Man every episode. <laughs> no, no, no. We do. Oh, Spider Man okay. still. you did say up. Tom he's,
0: Holland earlier. So, I did so, say yeah. Tom Holland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so next episode, we're actually going to take uh, the holidays off. We'll be back like the second week of uh, January. No, no idea what the show's going to be. Um, we'll talk more about what our year of is going to be because I know we just finished with the year canon. Um, so we have some ideas there. So hope you guys enjoy us then. Enjoy the holidays. Have a you know a happy you know Christmas and happy Honda days or whatever it is that you celebrate. Um, I saw that recently. It's like where when did people stop saying like what? What do people stop saying? Merry Christmas and happy Honda days. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> happy <laughs> Honda days. Yeah, are yeah. oh, selling a car. I know that's the whole <laughs> thing. It's like when did, when do we get away from wishing people happy Honda days? <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, have a, have a you know a good holiday, a good New Year, and we'll be back the week after that. So uh, yeah. Yeah, um, and maybe in the meantime, Steve will watch Rise of Skywalker three different times, and then he'll have much different feelings coming on the episode. And I'll um, be
2: conflicted. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right. Anyway, thanks you guys. It was a lot of fun, and I don't know. Like, what's what's a good way to end this? Um, we're all gonna get you. We're all gonna get you. <laughs> yes, that's a nice throwback. We're going to get you. This has been the nature of the podcast, <laughs> and we're going to get you. Don't forget.